0: Welcome to Moralia Python Radio, with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre.
1: Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to Moralia Python Radio. Feels good to be back in, uh, on the show. Uh,
2: Some of us never left, I mean, if we really want to get into it. Other, <laughs> others have been here. The entire time yeah. holding down the fort, if you will, so
1: mhm-, yeah, the show last week was pretty good. It was uh quite <laughs> enjoyable as I rode through Pennsylvania.
2: <laughs> well, you know, we try, and uh we figured you uh, it must have done something good because then you went on a insane scrub kick, the likes of which I have not <laughs> seen for several years. you know, uh,
1: what are you talking about? I only got a tannin bar. Yeah, yeah, oh a no, but
2: that's minutes. where that's where it starts. You got a Tanamar.
1: <laughs>
0: that's
2: that's like the least yeah. favored one of them all. So for you to start with a yeah. Tanamar, it's because Malukins weren't available. So let's be honest. So yeah, you know, here we are. Soon Ooh, you'll be adding you Malukans and uh, Halmahara and Barnex.
1: Well, that's so. Uh, we've eaten. I've eaten my words a few times on the show, and yeah. um it wasn't ever. And I and I believe I said this way back in the time is that the reason that I kind of got out of Scrubs was because of the setup that I had made it nearly impossible to work with Scrubs. But now that I'm in this new spot, I've I've had these uh Southerns, Mar- marooks whatever you want to call them. Um, mm-hmm. I've had them for about a year now, and. Um, yeah maybe maybe shorter than that, maybe like seven months or so, um, but they're doing real good um and I have an uh, uh highland animal, yeah, all that I picked up from Dan, and you know you listen to the show from whenever that was like the creme de la creme of scrub pythons was to have an Oxbow or a Highland type animal, you know with the orange flanks and whatnot, so They've never really been out a hundred percent. I kind of got bummed when the in the female died, so I wanted to get that yeah. project up and going again. But the thing that sucks is they're so hard to find, and
0: yeah, that they are sort of
1: like <laughs> you have to know somebody to know you know what I mean um, so you know I, I i just been waiting around patiently, and I was cruising around Kingsnake of all places. You know, um, mm-hmm. I figured that's where they sell those kind of animals. <laughs> um, that, yeah, you, so, you'd uh, probably be right. <laughs> yeah. So I was over there and I was checking things out and I saw a female tannin bar and I kind of regret. So I had a really nice pair. I had an not an exant, an exantic, a an, an exantic,
2: yeah. Uh, male
1: yeah. that and was beautiful, patternless. Um, I sold them. Actually, I sold them to you, who you then sold to somebody.
2: Um, yeah, 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 It went somewhere, yeah. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I kind of always miss, you know, working with those, uh, even though they're not Borrelia anymore. They're still kind of, I don't know, I consider them. I, I and Taxonomically, they're not Borrelia, but they're kind of in that group to me. You know, the long, thin, prehensile tail, really cool scales on the head type of python price is right so I jumped on it so,
0: yeah why not
1: now that now that I'm in a spot go. you know uh, it makes it much easier to uh, to work with those kind of things you know and now I'm settled and I well, won't be moving and all that shit so
2: you, you pretty much still Dory you're just going to die in this house and that's it and she better get used to it
1: <laughs> so <laughs> not until not until I breed some scrubs then we can move no <laughs> oh, yeah yeah. No,
2: we had to yeah, wait for that's... the babies to come, then we can move again. Yeah, so yeah. that's awesome. I mean, that's a nice little uh, foray into a species that you had deemed never again, ever. So it's good to see that I you know that we more can go you. back.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it
2: was probably <laughs> probably was more me. I I never again, never again. Which su- so which
1: surprises yeah. me because you like things that that bite and attack. I so, like the
2: ones that are predictable. Scrubs yeah they're they're a lot what are you talking about
1: they're the most predictable they are no
2: like <laughs> no exactly, but the way they do it I mean the white lifts have a certain thing you know they they're gonna do this, this, and this they're either they're gonna bluff you, then they're gonna try to bite you, and they're easily defeated if they're in a the bin, so you know a scrub you 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 think it's in the bin and it's poking its head out a little bit all of a sudden now eight feet of it is in your face, so you know. So, just no, a little too quick for me. So yeah. I will be happy with the animals that I have. No more scrubs. No more scrubs. Maybe Malukans. Yeah. No more scrubs. So, <laughs>
1: maybe Malukans. Maybe Malukans. Uh, yeah, until you see a nice sarong barnack or you know that, something yeah, like the that, then... that is, is
2: hanging out with Chris. Is that you know I see all these things. And uh-huh. if he, when he starts breeding them, they will ha- there will be babies within my fingertips, and I have to be like nope, and run away. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of purchases, okay. I have fallen victim once again to stripes that have been produced by Jason Balen.
1: We should pick up some of those tigers. Holy shit! I they were nice. I
2: picked up one of the. Ba- I picked up a baby boy. Because I have this... yeah. I pick, I grabbed the boy, and I have this really, really nice striped red tiger uh, female that I got when I picked up the clutch from Kyle, um, who bred red line animals and stuff like that. So now I've got her that's been slightly removed, and then I have straight from the sources this boy coming, and I'm like, yes, now we can finally get really, really, really nice striped tigers. So I'm excited. I really want just Cool striped tigers. So, wow. even though I could probably okay. make really nice striped tigers, but this is just makes me happier. So I don't know, <laughs> buying it and having it now. So
1: that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's some of that. That, that cl- so what was that clutch? What was that clutch? Was it I, what? I want to say red tiger to red tiger.
2: I think so. I think it was red tiger to red tiger. But I think this was his like second generation of red tigers after he's already done all that stuff so uh i originally bought his red tigers um i think i originally bought them in 2008 when he first produced them and 2007 2007 yeah i bought them 2007 when they first produced them and that's where, where all my i have two i have two red tigers right now um and then of course uh he's bred them and crossed them back in with each other and all this other fun stuff. So I think he's on now. Like, I want to say uh, these are like the first of the third generation red tigers where it was one of the second gens bred to either a first gen or a completely different tiger. So yeah. And the stripes go from the head down to the tail and that's perfect. All, all the sides. So if you really, really, really like tigers, um, just drop a line to Balin and uh, he'll set you up there. Awesome looking animals. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I was quite impressed when I saw them. Uh I think it was he posted them up last week sometime, right?
2: Yeah, Howard got Very one cool. at Howard got one this past weekend. And uh I can't let Howard do things without me. So I had to jump on that. <laughs> um, and uh Jason's being awesome and letting him, me uh pick it up at Tinley Park, so I'll be able to show it to uh you and everybody else. They can all ooh and ah over him. So.
3: Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. Which I didn't realize that that, that that's soon-ish. So you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> being able to yeah, label right that hey, corner. yeah, I'll, and being like, hey, I'll pick it up at Tinley. Holy crap, that's not an unreal thing anymore. It's not. I can do that.
0: So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right around the corner, man.
0: Whew. Mm-hmm.
1: It came quick. Yep. Um So tonight. We're going to talk with uh, Eric Kohler um, from uh, Midgard Serpents. Um, man, we've been trying to get Eric on the show for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's finally coming on. Uh, he messes around with, besides carpet, um, he has some really cool carpet projects, and we'll get into that, but he deals with some of those uh, those other stuff that uh, you're quite fond of, uh, oh, yeah. MacLots and Borders. Uh, I'm curious to talk some olive pythons and some walmas and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like uh, Australian uh, slash uh, Indonesian type of pythons going on. And I guess if time warrants, uh, Casey was wanting to hear some blue tongue skink talk, but uh, yeah, we'll see if we can uh, hit that up because I, I think he has a small group of those. Um, I, I do have I to think tell you got how them breed. To the breed. Yeah. My trip to the Bronx Zoo, Um, holy Uh shit, man, what a nice zoo. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I was really in bad spot. Um, You know, I I went up there. I got to hang out with uh, Chris Salemi. So my trip to uh, Florida got canceled because my dad was getting surgery on uh, on Monday, Mm -hmm. heart surgery. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And uh, he turned out okay. Everything was good. Good. But I
0: don't
1: know – Everything that was – everything we tried to do, the car didn't – there was an issue with the car. uh, The plane tickets, I couldn't get the right time. So it just felt like no matter what we did, something was saying not to go. So we decided to take a day trip up to Niagara Falls. And I said, well, why don't on the way back we stop at, you know, the Bronx Zoo? Not realizing that Niagara Falls is six hours away from the (laughs) Bronx Zoo. New York is a very big (laughs) state, yeah.
2: Yeah, good job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh-huh. But, uh, so it took six hours from my house to get to Niagara Falls and six hours to get to the Bronx Zoo. So it's pretty much the same distance uh, between the two. Yeah. Um, but uh, holy shit, man, very, very impressed. Got to, uh, you know, do some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, our good friend Chris Salemi, um, who is the big cat and bear keeper uh, there. Mm-hmm. Um He got to, uh, you know, show me the tigers that uh, I've basically seen them since they were born. Um, You know, Chris will send me pictures of them and stuff every once in a while because they are probably my favorite cat and carpet python. So it's just kind of rolled all (laughs) into one.
2: (laughs) All into one thing. Yeah, good job.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So uh, man, it's um, it's really impressive, like the displays that they have, and um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Have you ever been there?
2: I have never been. Uh, I've had numerous friends uh, from the zoo community as well as the reptile community that have worked there. Um, so I uh-huh. like I feel like I've seen it, but I need to go. Like I desperately want to go. So uh, that's on my list of things to do in the not too distant future. And then you, of course, went. And took a bunch of pictures and stuff and make it even worse. So uh, now I really, really want to go. And uh, I want to figure out if we can break into that case with that Timor and take it. So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool to see a Timor Isn't it Python gorgeous?
2: Yeah. I yeah. like that. You know, I went, uh, when I went to the Columbus Zoo, they had barnecks and macalots and a bunch of other snakes that you would not normally see in a zoo, which I thought was awesome. So, you
1: know. Their, uh, their Congo dis- Congo display um, mm. or attraction, whatever it's called in the zoo field, was yeah. um, was pretty impressive, man. I mean, like, the gorillas are in a enclosure that is kind of like three huge shark tanks. Like, oh, you know the shark tube that you walk through in yeah. an aquarium? Oh, yeah. It like reminds me of that. Yeah. Um, yeah uh it was it was really it was really neat it got charged by a big male silverback, you know uh, was
2: he was trying um, to protect you. he thought you were a young hairless gorilla,
1: so you know he wanted
2: to he wanted yeah. to make sure you were safe yeah
1: i'm an i'm an albino gorilla yeah oh my god yeah. that little one's outside i have yeah, to exactly it. Yeah. Is he a gorilla, a monkey, a chimp? I don't know what the hell that is. I'm really sure,
0: <laughs> we better protect
1: him.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you got out of there before Chris could like accidentally, like on purpose, lock you in your display, and then you become part of the ape habitat, like the majestic hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know,
0: it's
2: good. Uh, I'll
1: let I'll let you tell will let him tell you about the hobbit display uh, when you when you head up there. <laughs> I'll leave oh, that no, I've, for. I've... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to mention it on air But I think you know what I'm talking
2: about I do know what, because I know so. that Because I, I know those stories Because I've heard from those people It's horrible <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad <laughs> That it happened that. So, Yeah, it's pretty, yeah.
0: pretty
2: bad I know
1: Look yeah. it up <laughs> it, it shouldn't take um, that and, long uh, for
2: somebody to Google And figure out what the hell we're talking about Alright, just go ahead Jesus
1: So before we get Eric on, I do have one uh, little rant that I want to do about people that post on Facebook.
2: I did notice that in the little breakdown, it says, like, you know, the Bronx Zoo, the new edition, last week's shows, and then rant on about Facebook. So I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm
1: just going to sit quietly over here. Go ahead. So a lot of so a lot of times I hear people talk about what they call um, I don't know the, the term they use but basically somebody that's been keeping for about six months um, <laughs> and thinks they know everything about there is to know about reptiles you know you know the person I'm talking about
2: yes I do I and kind I of would always... say to that I've been keeping for ten years and I have no idea what the fuck's going on half the time so yeah, yeah.
1: exactly <laughs> so. Most of the time, I try to stay out of those things. Yes, right. Um, I, I, yes. Simply because I feel that I'm not I'm not experienced enough um, to, uh, to 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 get involved in those conversations. I, I haven't been breeding long enough, or have been keeping long enough to. I mean, there's some things that I would, that I do have knowledge on, but for the most part, I, I just try to steer clear of that because it's. It's nothing but nonsense, but I'm watching this post the other day, and I think it was on the Carpet Python Classified page, and I don't know if it started as a troll or what, but this guy posts up a ball python and a carpet python. Oh, that.
0: I'm going
2: to breed these two together. Dude, I ran away from that post as far as, like, I think I closed my computer and ran away, like, literally ran away from my computer. So, yeah.
1: So... That's not what bothered me. I, I could care less yeah. shits about that. You give whatever, a damn. Whatever you want right. to do.
2: Right. Your your stuff. Go to, yeah. So, so
1: so this guy comes on, and I can't remember his name, and I guess it's better that I don't, right? And he starts ranting about, you know, how hybrids are fucking up the, the you know, the reptile industry, and, mm-hmm.
0: you
1: know, why would you do this? And it's an abomination, and blah, 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 blah. So I'm listening to this guy go on and on and on and on. So, and I, I was going to answer, and I deleted it. I was going to answer, <laughs> and it, the first thing that, that strikes me when it, whenever this, you know, purity debate comes up, I never understand why the guys that are the purists give two shits about the, the mixed stuff because wouldn't that make the pure stuff more valuable? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, well, if it comes a point, right? If it comes a point in the hobby where you cannot find, let's say, a pure coastal that has lineage back to, I don't know, Lloyd Lemke, let's say, right?
2: Right, right,
1: right. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. If you have that, that becomes what people start to look for. So, New wouldn't that desirable. be what's in demand? Whoa. So, if it's in demand and there's less of it doesn't that make the price higher?
2: It does. Well, I would agree. I <laughs> but, and and the, other, the other argument that I hear is the, I don't want that mixed in with my stuff. Well, if you're on the stance of that purity is very, very important to you, what the hell are you doing picking up animals from the dealer's tables to throw in with your pure animals? Why aren't you spending the extra time, the extra dollar, and the extra research to make sure you only have pure animals?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. To me, it doesn't matter one way. Like, I, it's, I'm not taking a stance on like. Yeah. You know, this I, is I, sort I of you. like going to be my my thing to him. Like, hey, man, you're getting so bent out of shape. What the hell do you care? It's just going to make your animals more valuable.
4: Like, yeah, let well, this
1: guy do whatever he wants. Nobody's going to give two shits about a carpool or whatever this. Yeah, no one calls. gives a damn. Like,
2: I, I hate to break it to you. I don't know. No one gives anybody. a damn.
1: <laughs> I have never met a carpet <laughs> python person. In, the in the, in, in, yeah, that would be, I mean, I, I know people that do Carpondros, I know people that do uh, I'm gonna cross the, and
2: I'm going to cross a clown with a butterscotch with a granite IJ. I assumed that all <laughs> those were correct. I don't know ball python morphs, but there's probably a butterscotch, I've never right? heard
1: of a butterscotch.
2: there's Damn no it! Maybe a it might
1: ghost, I think, back in the day, but
2: nah, whatever. I don't um, know. I don't so... care. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other thing is that, and I know the argument that they have is, do you remember that one Hamburg, you know, every once in a while when you come from on high and visit the commoners at Hamburg, um, yeah. I took you to that one table that had the uh, jagalot on the table. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it looked like an ugly carpet by them. And I'm like, that's a yeah. Macklots carpet. And it's like that... That, I think, is what freaks people out, is that you don't know if someone's going to buy that thing and it's going to lose its Jaglot label and become a pure coastal and then try to breed it and then try to sell you stuff. But then again, my thing goes is that a purity is something that is so important to you. You have your set people to buy stuff from. Ouch, Tony, I would, oh, that's mean. Anyway, um, (laughs) you have have your set people to buy from that you know have pure stock, and that's what you go pick up. So I I don't even know what the hell the argument is.
1: Yeah, this is not the part that, that, like, just made me want to punch my computer. (laughs) What made me want to punch my computer is, is that this guy is going on, and I mean, there must have been at least, oh, my God, there was like 50 posts from this guy about how how much of an abomination he's arguing with everybody. People are saying, yo, man, you need to chill out. Why don't you just let, you know, people do their own thing and blah, blah, blah. Why do you care, whatever, you know? And and the next thing I know, he goes, and somehow some guy chimes in, and he's like he's going to breed a carpet to a blood python. Yeah. He's like, nah, I don't really like my blood python, so I'm probably going to get rid of it. So this guy, that's the you know the, the pure guy, right? He goes and yeah. he says, oh man, I really love blood pythons. You should give him another chance. I have this Sumatran, this black Sumatran, that I'm going to breed with a Matrix. Well, if you know anything about blood pythons, I do not. One, that's a Sumatran is a black blood, right? And for you, I'll, I'll you yeah. I know, I know. I know I know we've had this conversation numerous times
2: and it just never sinks in, yeah. so just go on. So
1: So a matrix is actually a red blood, right?
2: And red blood and black bloods are different. They're different?
1: Yeah, they're separate okay. species. Okay, alright. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, no. it's, it's do you see the irony? Yes, this I see the is irony of that. How he's going
1: to breed? <laughs> he's, he's going black. To breed. The, I,
2: I got it. It's like breeding a bread life to an inland.
1: It's, no, so I got it. So right. all right. So I jump in yeah. there and I'm like, I said, I said, man, I don't know if I read this right, and I apologize in advance if I didn't. But did you say you were breeding your Sumatran to your to your red blood? And he's like, Why? What are you talking about? I said, Well, here's a flash, but they're that's a hybrid, because you're breeding two separate species together, right?
2: And let me guess, you he ran like, away. <laughs> oh
1: no 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 it, no. No. It gets, it gets a little bit a little bit better. What so he comes he and he's go- like, "Well, they're all short tail pythons," and I'm right. like, "Wait, okay,
2: yes." Okay. And so you yeah. You disagree
1: with the taxonomic literature that's out there, you know, whatever, because some people right. do, you know. But regardless, you're still crossing two species, which in theory, is a hybrid, correct? Well, it's not as much of a hybrid as a ball python and a carpet python. And I'm like, okay, hey, so you. there's level of hybridism. Ah, uh, right? yeah, disrupts, yeah. You know? We all and have our all line. All a we just found obscurity. out where yours is. <laughs> yes. So he's like, no, He's like, did you read your own words? You called them subspecies, and I said, no, I never called them no, subspecies. Didn't. I called there's them no
2: subspecies. So then
1: I go, and I get the link. To the paper that shows that they were elevated to four species of blood pythons, right? And that yeah. he and he's just like he fucking deletes it all. So of, course. Like, so, so so of course You're winning. Of course he deletes I'm, it all.
2: And eh, whatever. But it's not whatever. even about winning.
1: It was just about like so what made me what made me take a look back on this is, and like kinda say, like, holy shit if you if you don't get involved in this kind of stuff, in this fucking uh, what we call call it derpers is that what they're called like dumb herpers derpers is that what it is like <laughs> they're going can to we, control what can we is
3: believe?
1: like I don't even think he knew what a scientific article was I didn't I don't even think he knew one. what the word taxonomy meant Oh my god it was oh it was it was painful but anyway.
2: <laughs> anyway, now that that's over, God, yeah,
1: mm. that made me so mad. But, well, yeah, uh, I think. <laughs> anything else you got going on before we get Eric on here? Well,
2: <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I've been dealing with, so nothing really except my own stupidity. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't get in. Maybe, maybe after the interview, we can get into what the hell I've done. And then uh, we'll go yeah. from there, all right?
1: <laughs> yep. Been there, done that. All right, let's get yeah, Eric well. on here. Let's get this going. <laughs> hey, Eric. Welcome to Morale hey, Life on Radio. How you doing, man? What's up,
2: guys? Not much. We're doing all right. Cool. So, Eric, why don't you kind of give us the rundown of uh, what got you started in uh, reptiles, where, where 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 it began, and what brought you into uh, Morelia?
4: Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> probably when I was about five, uh, my dad used to – he would work third trick. He'd come home, at like, I don't know, 7 o'clock in the morning. I'd be getting ready to go to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, every once in a while, he'd be like, hey, I got something for you. It's in my lunchbox. And, you know, usually it was just, like, random, like, tasty cakes and stupid shit. <laughs> and uh, one one day it was a, a frog, and that's basically what started it. And uh he used to bring me like little turtles and shit that he would catch and all that good stuff and it just got me hooked. I just you know, thought they were the, the most fascinating things on the on the planet and then I don't know, probably when I was about fifteen, uh I tracked down um basically a jobber in my local town. Yeah. And uh he opened me up to the world of exotics. And then it's just been all downhill from there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so is it an immediate thing of like just like random like tiny species or did you jump like two feet like right into the deep end of the pool and like come out with a retick or something first thing
4: um no i guess like my first snake i ever kept was a garter snake okay and uh again my dad caught caught me and um then when i got a, when i was about 15 uh, my older cousin would, was driving, and so we used to go hit local pet shops. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that kind of opened me up to, like, the berms and the boas, and stuff like that. And um, I kept a, I kept a, a, a berm. I bought a baby berm. I kept it at a buddy's house for a couple years until I snuck it into my house. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I had her for, oh, man, probably about five or six years, just kept her as a pet. Mm-hmm. But... I always kind of consider like the first three real snakes that I bought when I, when I met this wholesale guy, he wasn't like the most personable of dudes. And he basically was like, I don't know how you tracked me down. Um, I'm not a pet shop. If you're coming here, you're coming here to buy. So the first (laughs) three snakes I bought when I got there was a normal retic, you know, go figure. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Um, a coastal carpet and a Borneo short tail.
2: Oh, geez. Oh,
0: wow.
4: All right. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I, I love the retics. Um, the, the coastal really got me hooked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, snuck them all into my house. Um, did that whole bit till I, uh, I got busted with them when I was about 17, turning 18. And uh, <clears throat> oddly enough, that's what got me kicked out of the house.
0: No. Um, okay.
4: <laughs> the same guy that got me into them inadvertently <laughs> kicked me out for having them. <laughs> but uh, he, he's terrified of snakes, so, you know, go figure. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then that's basically what what triggered it all. Moved out and then did the whole, like, Noah's Ark thing. You know, had a pair of everything from rosies to corns, kings, retics, the whole nine. Yeah. And uh, pretty much, you know, you have all these – you have a million different species of everything. And, you know, breeding season comes up and you pretty much get nothing to breed. I think I bred – the first things I ever did was uh, rosy boas and uh, corn snakes. And okay. uh, and then I moved back home, had to get rid of the snakes and uh, got into breeding monitors. And then when I moved out again, when I met my, my now wife, I didn't mm. have room for the big monitor cages and uh, you know, got back into snakes. She was kind of cool with it as long as they stayed small and, by that time I kind of had like, I already got all the big stuff out of my system and the million different species thing. And uh, Mm -hmm. she said, you know, what do you want to work with? And Marillia was the one thing that always kept my interest, you know, I mean, those in retics, just retics are gigantic and, you know, don't want to deal with that anymore. Take
2: up a lot of space. Yeah. (laughs) I got you.
4: (laughs) But to me, they have a lot of the same personality. So, you know, I, I look at it like, well, I can fit way more carpet pythons on this wall than I could retick. It <laughs> <Get
2: retix>, yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, and I don't have to fill a freezer up with goats and rabbits and <laughs> giant shit. So,
2: <laughs> right. So, that was just that was it. You started grabbing, uh, Morelia. I mean, I know you got a ton of different species uh, up at your place now. Can you give us like a little bit of an overview of what you got, what you're working with? <clears throat>
4: Oh uh starting I guess with localities. Sure. Um <laughs> I'm just trying to think on how I can do this and not forget. Um <laughs> uh, okay I got Tully Gorge jungles, Palmerson jungles, uh Rockhampton coastals, Port Douglas coastals, uh Nova Guinea's. Trying to think all really locality wise. Um I know I'm forgetting some I'm yeah. coming out real quick. I'm not in the <laughs> shop, so it's kind of hard to, um, <clears throat> I, I got a couple U S lines of coastals, some U S lines of jungles like Vanda Vetner, Lazic, uh, Schuett, um, a high percentage, Larry black project, nice. uh, olives max that aren't here. Um, all ivory jungles, um, I just walked out, hit the lights, and that was the first one I saw. of <laughs> um,
2: <have> those, yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs> um, granite IJs, Tiger IJs, Azanthic IJs, Azanthic Coastals, uh, Brisbane Coastals. How did I forget that? Huh. Um, zebra Jungles, Womas, Water Pythons, um, a couple Tigers. And that's pretty much what I can see here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that's the immediate. I got
2: you. No, it's cool. <laughs> that's the immediate area. If you forget anybody later, just you know, jump in. It's cool. So, oh yeah. Darwin's.
4: I got Darwin's. There though. they
0: are.
4: So, yeah. I just turned the corner, Darwin's. <laughs> yeah. No inland? No, I, I had inland? one. I had mm-hmm. one and I sold it and yeah. I'm regretting it. Yeah, you and I, I were know. talking about that at Carpet uh-uh. Fest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, me and you were talking about that, so... Yeah. You know, they're on the list. They I are. Just, you know, <laughs> I did, I've did. i done a couple... Well, I've done a lot of really stupid things over the years, but uh, selling those and, and my Savus were were two of the, the biggest ones.
2: So, yeah, I like Savus. I need them again.
4: <sighs> yeah, they are pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, cool. that's... Uh, well, like I said, what I can think of, anyhow. That's all right. That's
2: that's more than a lot of people got in their own things. So yeah,
1: nice. Um, so let's talk about your carpets a little bit. Um, you know, I, I guess you you hit on like what it is about them that you like so much. Um, I guess the big. <laughs> I had a lot of people message me about this one, but the Tiger IJ Project. Can you? Uh-oh. Maybe tell us about it. Yeah. What your breeding project <laughs> have been so far? Uh, you know, I'll, 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 just give us the story. And you know, I know there's some political stuff behind that story. Maybe you can skip that if you want. But <laughs> where they came from, <laughs> or if you be want
2: to jump right in, it's fine too. We don't care. So yeah,
4: I'm not telling. I'm Whatever not, you want. I'm not telling anyone anything. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> They just
4: magically well, the appeared from Germany. Well.
2: <laughs> <All> right, perfect. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that explanation.
4: <laughs> Everything magically comes from Germany, right? So I'm just going to use that one. Uh, now, there you go. You know, you guys, you guys remember back the earlier Python days? Um, you know, you had that Patrick Malloy. You know, you know I was listening oh, yeah. earlier. You were talking about <laughs> Derpers. Um, <laughs> anyhow. Uh, <clears throat> You know, he started a big fiasco because, uh, you know, this from the story I got, uh, this father and son, total newbies, got a pair of IJs from, um, I don't know if he got them directly from Boa Cabana or I think they, I think he got them from Boa Cabana. He didn't get them from Fudo. Okay. Um, but either way, I mean, they're Fudo animals regardless. Uh, right. They got a pair of IJs, they bred them. Um, I guess they had an incubation malfunction. I, from what I remember, if I remember correctly, it was like a couple of weeks, the temp spiked or something. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Which everyone kind of knows, like when you have temp spikes, it usually throws off patterns anomalies and stuff. But um, anyhow, these things hatched. You know, being the derper that he is, he mm-hmm. was telling his father and son that they weren't worth anything and then contacting all the their names, in the hobby and trying to, you know, make millions on them, you know, selling them for like mm-hmm. 800 bucks a piece. Well, mm-hmm. little did the idiot know that the son grew up in the computer era, obviously, and so he's on the same forum that that Patrick's trying to sell this shit on and uh, basically just got busted and created a yeah. huge fiasco. Yeah. One thing led to another. Balin ended up with with a male. Um, he Contacted me the one year, asked me if I had any lone female IJs that are adults that I weren't, you know, I wasn't working with that year. Which I seem to get a lot of phone calls like that throughout the years. Like, you just probably just <laughs> have a random such and such you're not breeding, but uh, <clears throat> I, yeah. I told him I'm like, well, yeah, it's like oh, actually I do, but uh, I, you know, got got him up here. The first year, he didn't want. He showed zero interest at all in breeding the second year i put them to my reptilicus ij um she gave me 17 there were 17 eggs but 15 of them were duds and uh. what looked to be a fully shelled infertile and then like one fertile egg so i got that one fertile egg to hatch it was a female and the thing was fully striped and i'm thinking wow this is kind of crazy like you know what are the odds of that yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> she was doing really well. And then she just passed for whatever reason, you know, before she really hit, like, graduated to, like, adult mice, mouth size. Mm-hmm. Um, she just kind of passed away. But, um, and then the following year, I bred them to an unrelated girl that's, she's a 50% het granite, but, mm-hmm. you know, outcross that I got from Nick. And, uh, I bred him to her because she has zero striping. You know, she's kind of darker. She used to be really, really pretty, but she kind of got darker with with age. And the really cool thing with the Tigers is, yeah, the stripe's cool, don't get me wrong, but the color's really weird on them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how yours is, Eric, but, like, these ones, like, the color's just, I don't know, it's hard to explain unless you see them. Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that – the first year I got somewhat of a decent clutch. I got six eggs to hatch, and it was a it was a four point or two point four, four, I believe. Okay. So I split the clutch with Balin. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I I have a pair of holdbacks left from that that I, I actually kept them. They they're not striped at all. Um, I know that sounds stupid, but I am, and <laughs> the color <laughs> was like really exaggerated on these babies as you, you know so I didn't really care about the pattern per se I wanted to see what was going on with the color Right. and then right. in the meantime we heard a, a rumor that there might be something else going on with them may explain the color I don't know um, but yeah. and then I got, a, I, I got a clutch this year so which this year was really weird I bred the exact same parents that I bred yeah. uh, the year before and I got, like, maybe two animals that are, like, somewhat striped. <laughs> I mean, it's like – but if 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 I had these at a table and you didn't know who I was, you would have literally just walk by and be like, oh, they're just really pretty looking normal IJs. Right. You know, like, right. The, the color's tweaked a little bit, but there's nothing that jumps out as, like, full-blown tiger. tiger. Right. And then but I did the tiger-to-tiger tiger pairing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did – I did the Tiger-to-Tiger pairing, which, from the sounds of it, is the only, like, successful Tiger-to-Tiger pairing so far. Okay. Um, I got three eggs to hatch. It's a 1.2. They're all insanely striped. Like, not like Tiger Coastal, but, uh, you know, you know how, like, they're, like, it's just like a big zig, like a thick zigzaggy stripe running down the back. I, I took a really shitty picture of one a couple of days ago and posted it. I don't know if you saw it, but um, I'm a yeah. horrible picture taker. But uh, I I was mainly just trying to get the pattern because people were asking me about the pattern. So I'm like, well, you know, the color's off a little bit, but we can all see the stripe now. But uh, the one of the girls has a huge inverted kink about an inch down from her head, which... It's a huge, it's a bummer. I mean, she's, I'm going to have to put her down. I mean, she's, she's yeah. not eating, but I mean, she's acting completely fine, you know, minus the huge kink. Damn. And the male's being an asshole about eating, naturally. But, uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the first girl that hatched, yeah, the first one that hatched out of the three, she's mm. doing great. She's been pounding food right out of the egg. So, you know, hoping that that, that continues and, we can start working on, you know, F2 in a sense, tigers. You yeah, raise her up, right. put her back to the dad, or if I can get this male eating, maybe pair them two up. All that good, just good stuff.
2: One thing after the other with this project, Jesus. So oh, it's
4: been I can't even I can't even remember when he gave me that tiger male to be honest. With you. <laughs> I mean, it's been years. It was to the point where he actually told him, Jason was like, dude, don't even don't even waste a female on him. Like, don't even do it. It's it's Jeez. not worth it, but I'm just Jeez. like the, ger- the German in me, you know, I'm just like so stubborn and bullheaded. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> no. I mean, oh I- no,
2: we, we're getting Tiger IJ, So you don't know, it's, going, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I
4: had, I, I don't normally like just to pair, I, I never just randomly pair animals up, but I have, I don't know, maybe five or six adult, IJs of various bloodlines or whatever. So, I mean, it's not like it was hindering anything at this point. So it's like, well, I'm just going to keep pairing them up with the same girl until I freaking get something out of them, goddammit, because that's just what I'm going to do. Right. You know, I could kind of care less about trying to prove her out if she's actually heck granite or not. I, just, I, I have other Het granites that I can work with. I, I really wanted to try to get this tiger project back from the dead, essentially. Yeah. So
1: yeah. yeah, that's what I put poison ivy with, and uh, he killed poison ivy. <laughs>
4: because, he killed poison uh, ivy. Uh, he's
2: he's huge, well, dude. That that is the biggest IJ I've ever seen. So
1: your tiger IJ, IJ is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, it's humongous. You know, um, I don't <laughs> I don't subscribe to Mike's. Uh, uh, feeding regimen, I guess. I feed a little bit differently, but um, especially for males. Um, holy shit. So I put that, that male smaller with her. Than so. Yeah, I put that male with her, and um, I guess in a way it's probably my fault too, but he kept hogging the hot spot, and she got an R.I., and then she... She she must have got gravid at some point, and then she retained these eggs. And you know, I went to take her to the vet, and he um, gave her what's that stuff called, Owen? Oxytocin. Uh, yeah, that's it.
2: Or but, and, mitocin, one of those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he gave her that, and then the next day she died. So
4: oh, <laughs> I man. blame
1: that snake. <laughs> so, He yeah. better he better produce some like straight babies. Oh, man. If
4: not, throw them in thought, the freezer. Uh,
1: Gary's yeah. going to yeah. kill it, yeah. <laughs> He's going to
2: kill it. Me well, to, it's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> the thing is, i got two females from Boa Cabana from the same pairing, but not, um, but I shouldn't say from the same pairing. It's from the offspring, uh, the one that right. they produced that crazy one that you were talking about. Um, so I have two females from that clutch um, to pair up with that tiger hopefully. And then I have a, stri- a really nice striped, uh, wild caught, uh, one that, you know, I'll try to outcross it a bit. So hopefully we'll take some of those, uh, <laughs> bad mojo away from that project or whatever. <laughs> <Just> something, <laughs> um, Goddamn.
4: <laughs> it just makes you put a, you put your largest female with them.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> don't be, don't be putting any small girls yeah, in there. I
1: know. Yeah, I know. I learned that lesson the hard way. Um, so, is that the one? Is the Tiger IJ project the one that you were telling me that you got the dark baby from, or what was that? What was that pairing? Remember, we were talking about no, it at Carpet Fest. You said,
4: "Yeah." Um, which, by the way, again, I'm really sorry for the puke. Uh, that is not why. That is not <laughs> that why I, I offered to go on the uh, on the show.
0: But I am really sorry about that. <laughs> That's all good, man. Uh, it's
4: all. It's all Scott's fault for introducing me to the sweet tea moonshine. Um,
2: I gotta hey pass man, the buck somewhere and that's where it's going. Damn you, Scott Borden. <laughs> I did it at I did it at Howard's I did it yeah,
4: at Howard's true.
1: spot. It's all good. <laughs>
4: all right, cool. Well, you know, as long as you did it somewhere too, so I guess it'll yeah, be bad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, no, that one actually came that one came from um, a heck granite to heck granite parent.
1: Oh, okay. That's where Absolutely. that
4: That's where the dark animal came from. Uh, Yeah, again, real weird. Um, Talk about big males. I mean, I got – he was a super old male that actually came in – the only time I ever did this, and I can't believe I'm saying this live on air. um, It was from uh, a known breeder in Germany that's been known to, like, have crosses and and misrepresent and stuff like that. I mean – Mm-hmm. this thing's old enough, I don't know if it, you know, if it, like, predated that. That's kind of the way I was looking at it. I mean, it looked 100% IJ. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't look like there was anything else in it at all. But uh, that's where I, I bred him to another 100% head IJ, or head and IJ from Paul. And uh, that's where this dark animal came out of. And when, when, when he hatched, it, it was, like, completely normal-looking and now it's like almost completely black with a little bit of a cream color, you know, like the that IJ, like not quite yellow but not white yeah. kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like real thin patterning on it, but um, yeah, like the the sides, like you know where they usually have like the big flames coming up the sides and stuff. It's they're very very tiny now. It just seems like as as it's getting bigger, it's just gaining more and more black. So I don't know. It's pretty neat looking. But yeah, I, I since I got got there's... rid of that male, but the producer, by the oh, way. Did
0: you? Oh okay. Yeah. It's just I, I even swear
1: that, um...
4: it, it... Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, even though it was sold to me as a as a pure I J and it the trace back, I just I don't know. I didn't want anything associated yeah. with that certain breeder, so it went.
0: Gotcha. So (laughs) nothing
4: against that guy. I just don't, you know, I can't, you know, I can't really have any kind of cross stuff in my collection without getting my balls castrated. So at this point, (laughs) uh, (laughs) you know. Yeah, that uh,
1: goes. Yep. That's why I I sit on the fence, man. That's why I'm a fence rider. I just That's keep boy. Right yeah,
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I heard you I heard your rant prior to prior to me coming on. I didn't really want to touch on the whole purity thing too much, but <laughs> not just
1: let me ask you, get anyone fired you're up? A guy, you, you you're a guy. You you keep pure stuff. That's kind of your thing, right? I mean, that yeah. I'm I'm right in that, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like, I mean, I mean, don't you think that that your stuff would be more valuable at some point?
4: Uh, or no. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm kinda I mean, I'm a I'm a huge purist, dude. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's Yeah. You know, all the gecko species, uh, any species I had, my dogs are pedigreed, my cat that I don't even like, I, my daughter's one and I it had to be pedigreed. Like everything's pedigreed. Like every animal in my house, my fish were locality specific. That's just how I am. You know? Wow, that's it's, intense. It's, yeah, yeah. The way I look at it, dude, it's kinda like whatever gets you to bed at night, you know, if, if, if you don't mind having, I don't, I, you know, I've had people message me being like, Oh, sorry, you're a purist because you know, I didn't want to trade them. You know, they wanted an animal off me and wanted to try to trade me their, their jungle Jag or, you know, whatever, supernova Jag. It's like, and I'm like, no. And I always kind of put the disclaimer in there for, I don't know why I should or have to, but I'm like, kind of like the whole Seinfeld episode, like not that there's a problem with that. (laughs)
0: But I just
4: don't work with these, but not, yeah. And you know, people come back, oh, sorry, you're a purist. And I'm like, I'm no better than you, man. You know, we're all just dudes that breed snakes. It's just whatever you're into doing. You know, I mean, I I noticed
1: that I noticed in defense of the people that keep things, I noticed in defense of keeping things pure, you know, like the people that'll keep things pure and they'll say something and they'll come on and, you know, these, uh, a lot of, uh, cross people, you know, I guess, whatever you would call them. Uh, I see them Mm -hmm. as like right away. They're like, Oh, excuse me, Mr. Purity, like real arrogant about it. And it's not like you're saying that you, you know, you know what I mean? You're not getting on Facebook and telling everybody every day that, you know, they're abominations and shit. That's what pissed me off about this guy, you know, in particular, (laughs) That, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I saw part of this, but Everybody's an friend. abomination, and abo- you know, it's just like, wow, man. You're so freaking <laughs> mad about what? The dude's just keeping a snake in a box. Who cares? It's probably going to produce, what, 12, 15 snakes? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but,
4: yeah, I mean, dude, at the, at the end, like I said, at the end of the day, I mean, people, and don't get me wrong, when I first got back in the carpets, you know, back in 04, um, 05, a lot of the stuff was <clears> gone. You know, yeah. like I, I come back mm-hmm. from breeding monitors. And I'm like, well, where the hell's all the shit at? Oh, wait a minute. It's because Jags dropped down to, you know, between what, like 1500 grand and $3, that, that time frame. And the economy was good. And every, you know, everyone bought a Jag. And then, you know, the first thing that everyone had to do was run out and buy every female whatever that they could get their hands on. Because, yeah, well, Jags, in the beginning, right? well, the beginning was I'm going to breed the neuro out of it, a.k.a. I'm trying to recoup my money. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, people actually did think that they could, you know, breed the neuro out of it. Which, whatever. But uh, you know, a yep. lot of those lines <clears throat> got lost. And mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I had my balls busted quite a bit back then because everyone's like, you know, why do you care about lineage? Why do you care about purity? And it's like, because well, that's just what I'm into. Right. And now look at it. You can't sell anything without freaking ten generations. Yeah. You, you know, it's it seems yeah. like everyone wants to know the whole damn story behind it. And it, I wasn't looking at it in like a, like, oh, I'm going to make millions off this in 10 years. Like, oh, this is how it's going to work out. I just, I do what I do because I want to do it. You Mm. know what I mean? I don't,
0: right.
4: And I don't, and the funny thing is, I sell most of my quote unquote pure and locality stuff for the same price, if not cheaper, than what a lot of people are selling crosses for. So to say that I'm thinking that I'm better than anyone else, I mean, that kind of goes to show you that (laughs) if if that was the case, I'd (laughs) be trying to sell these things for, you know, a lot more, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, you know, people say all the time, why don't you get into the purity debate? Because that, that shit's been going on since 2000 freaking four and I'm done with it. It's <laughs> never like, going to No offense. No <laughs> like you guys knew yeah. all the battles and bullshit, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not going to get you anywhere. So just you do what yeah. you do and I'm going to do what I do, but I'll yeah. be, I'll be the first to admit, man, there's some awesome crosses out there. Yeah. You know, this Ocelot stuff, you guys are cranking out, I mean, phenomenal. You know, Bill, Charlotte, uh, Mike Curtin, you know, really awesome stuff. You know, just the the Gamma stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that shit's crazy. I mean, even Carpondra's, you know, there's been some really, really neat ones produced, you know, as of late. I mean, just because I'm not working with them doesn't mean I, you know that I, I don't have it. to. They can't appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: right.
4: yeah. It's, it's just like, you know, like I tell people, it's like, if if someone comes to me and is looking for those specific animals, I, I don't have to work with everything, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it, it kind of sucks because I'm a collector at heart, so hence the collection that I have, but, <laughs> like, I don't have to keep everything. It's like, if I know someone wants one of those things, I send it to, like, you know, I'll send them to, to Eric or... You know, Mike or whoever, whoever's working with whatever species or right. whatever morph it is. So you know, it's just I don't know. Like I said, it's whatever gets you to sleep at night, man. That's yeah. And that's what does it for me. I like walking in there and looking at. You know, in the beginning, I was just fortunate enough to track down pure lines of you know, like the Vanda Vetner stuff and, um, you know, the Lemke coastals and, and stuff like that. And so, like, I like walking in there and looking at in my shop, and when I see a coastal. I know that it's a coastal and mm-hmm. that there's no question marks in it. You know, that's just, that's what I like. And then it got to the point, you know, with Paul, you know, and everything. Now it's like, well, it's not just good enough that I can look at pure coastals. Now I got to look at Rockhamptons and Brisbane's and, you know, locality stuff. <laughs> yeah. Why not? So. Which
1: is, I mean, that's so cool that we have access to that. stuff. I mean, I never in a million years thought that I would have locality coastals and jungles that, you know, are are, are it's I mean, insane. you can't get any purer than that. You know what I mean? Like, and they're nice on top of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. They don't look like crap. I think
4: they are. just to work with um, the species that we work with. You know what I mean? Like the guys that had the you know, basically had the balls to to get the job done in the early days. you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: so we have access to the to the animals. Yeah. Know? That's awesome to me. You know, I'm just happy to be able to work with Well,
1: it's, it's just like, uh, you know, I mean, even at the beginning of, of when we started doing the show, I mean, rough scale pythons were, you know, unattainable. I mean, yeah. I remember back yep. in the early days of MP, if you had a Darwin or an Inland, it was like, oh, my God, you know. Oh, now where would like,
2: you get that? Yeah.
1: No, nobody gives a shit, you know. And it, <laughs> in, in a way, it's kind of it's kind of sad. You know, Darwins are just where they are because of, uh, you know, um, the albino. Um, and they're, that's cool, you know. But at the same time, like, you know, just the Darwin itself is pretty badass as well, you know. Um,
4: that, yeah, that's what's but, that's what I like about them. And, and when people say about the albino stuff, it's, you know, I kind of push the Darwins. And it's not mm-hmm. because, and they automatically say, well, it's because you're a purist. No, it's because, like... I'm a big fan of getting, like, the most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you get pure Darwins, you, you not only get a morph if you're in the morphs, but you also get a whole other species, which, so you're yeah. kind of getting two in one. Right. right. You know, that's kind of how I look at it, you know. But, I mean,
1: I always started my collection. I figured if I had the base of the stuff as pure, then I can always cross stuff if I want. But at least I know Mm -hmm. that my stock comes from pure stock. You know what I mean? So it's like – and then there's other things like the Citrus Tigers. There's question marks in that. So I use that for when I'm doing morph projects. And the fact that they're, you know, bright and pretty and everything only makes the morph look all the much better, you know. But, um, you know, I I don't know. There's a method to the madness, I guess. But uh, I think think it's all about perspective. You know, we come from a time when – there was no darwins or no
4: inlands or rough
1: scales and you know nowadays i think people just don't they they can't see it from the same perspective as, as say we see it from when you know that stuff wasn't available uh, does that make sense you know what i mean
2: yeah you had jungles you had coastals and you had striped coastals and that was it there was nothing else mm-hmm. <laughs> so
4: well prior yeah. well, prior it to wasn't
0: here <laughs>
4: yeah like, when I was still in high school and stuff, at least from what I knew of, because, uh, like, it's the, the guy that got me into it, I mean, he, he opened my eyes up to a lot of exotic stuff, but he was also very... kind of, like, shady. Like, he wouldn't tell me, like, if I... He's just like, well, tell me what you want, and I'll get it for you. But he wouldn't give me any contact info or anything or give me any story behind it. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But, uh Um But, like, you were saying, um, like, uh, like... Before I got, you know, when I had my first group of initial snakes when I was 18, you know, and out of the house, and I had, like, a bigger collection, Mm -hmm. uh, brettles weren't even a thought. Like, I saw pictures of them, I thought they were cool, and just completely wrote them off, so I'm like, I'll never see them ever. And then when I was working with monitors, it was like, you know, I, I kept hearing about, you know, hey, there's brettle pythons floating around, but they're like seven grand, you know, or something crazy. And then when I got back in the Mm -hmm. in the carpets, they were like two hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, oh shit. This is something that I never even thought that I would ever get my hands on. And now they're two hundred and fifty (laughs) dollars. You know? Not gonna go into that that whole debacle, but you know, hey, if you're someone (laughs) who you know just moved back out and stuff and didn't have a ton of money, hey, two hundred and fifty is a lot better than seven grand. Yeah, I'll admit that.
1: Hell yeah. That's, that's Bowling Python money right there, man. I mean, (laughs) you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm afraid. And I, I was talking to Owen about this, that at some point in the future when guys like Nick, I mean, maybe he'll do it. Maybe he won't, you know, maybe he'll stop one day or whatever but who's going to keep those lines going of things. So it's like, I'm slowly mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, like I just finished the breaddles so that I have all the, the bloodlines, you know, that, that I can work with so that at least for me, I know that, that, that I have it, you know, and that it's not going to be lost. So I can make a couple of clutches of price or LASIK or, you know, uh, a fours or whatever. And, uh, you know, it'll be available at some point in the future. And if I guess if everybody did that kind of thing, <clears throat> then, you know, the lines would stick around. But, like, jungles, I mean, you work with the Vetter jungles, which is mm-hmm. probably super rare. I mean, I think...
4: Yes, now there. they are at because of the same, same reasons them, you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nobody gave a it's, shit, or they're just trying to mix it together. You know?
4: It's, it's kind of like... You know, people take stuff for granted, and they don't mm-hmm. look
0: mm-hmm.
4: a lot of times like three years down the road or ten years down the road, stuff like that. Like, you know, again, like, I don't know, some around 05, 06, I, I really wanted to get Macklot Pythons, right? Because, mm-hmm. well, my tattoo artist had some, and I thought they were really badass, and I wanted to get some. And back then, they were like, adulter, like 50 bucks a piece all day long. Yeah, People, people couldn't give them away. And I yeah. remember a lot of like guys I was talking to be like, dude, why do you want to work with them? You know, they're, they're only a $50 snake. And it's like, well, first off, I only work with what I like. I don't chase the, the dollar, you know, the next mm-hmm. big thing, you know, if, if that was the case, I wouldn't right. be in carpets, <laughs> but, uh, right. <laughs> like, or liasis, how about it? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the, the whole room would look different. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, everyone's like, why do you want to work with them? Why do you want to work with them? And then fast forward you know, 10 years and up until recently. Good luck yeah. trying to find any. They're you gone. know, Lance Portal was producing some. Ryan Young was producing some. Other than that, they were gone.
0: Mm-hmm. You
4: know what I mean? Like, you yeah. couldn't find them anywhere. And and then, then all of a sudden, everyone starts wanting Mack Lots. And it's like, well, you shouldn't really look at the dollar value. I mean, the, the way I'm looking at it, I look at it like their personalities are cool. You know, yeah. I dig the way they look. I like olive drab snakes. You know, hence, coastals are my favorite. Olives. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. Yep. I like that mm-hmm. look. Um, you know, work with what you like, man. Don't worry about, you know, what's going to make you millions. You know, I don't know just how I look at it. But the same thing with, like, the Australian Water Dragons, you know. Everyone took them for granted. I remember a buddy of mine bought one at a show yeah. for, like, 50 mm-hmm. bucks, right? Kept it for a couple years. I hadn't talked to the dude in a while. In the meantime, Bert died and my buddy's wife got pregnant. So, next thing you know, he calls me up out of the blue and says, Hey, can you sell this Australian water dragon for me? I'm like, Yeah, all right. So, I go and I pick this freaking thing up, knowing nothing, hardly anything about them other than that they were just really cool. But, you know, they were just kind of like a, you know, I wasn't in the lizard, like those kinds of lizards at the time. Right. Come home and I put it up on fauna and I'm just like, best offer because I didn't know what the hell the thing was worth. Yeah. And the thing sold in like 10 minutes for 350 bucks. Jesus. I'm like, uh, this thing was a $50 wow. animal like three years ago. Well, that's what the hell what's happened? going
2: on with, that's what's going on with ring pythons. They were, I heard, uh, mm-hmm. from what I heard, people could like, you would walk into Hamburg and people would try to hand them to you and then run away.
0: <laughs> so, you
2: know, now, now it's like, what are they like six, 700 bucks a piece now? Somewhere like that? I might be even lowballing church, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus Christ. So, you know, and and unfortunately with a lot of these side species or the species that don't have a morph in them, they tend to just be totally cast by the wayside. And if they are, sometimes we have to re import them back into the States to get them back into herpticulture. Um mm-hmm. it's like uh I mean Dunn's pythons right now are kinda you to get a hold of, and there's a few still kicking around from eons ago. But you'd like to see more of those, but they're non-morph species. So who's to say that all the God adults forbid. that are here? Yeah, they could be gone, and then we're screwed. So
4: that's the same. Me and a friend were just talking about the rough scales last week. You know yeah. how it's a shame. You know, because I mean, you got me hooked when I ah. held yours down at uh, Hamburg. I mean, that thing was just badass. Yeah, and. I haven't gotten them off my brain since, but they just, you know, it, it's kind of weird. Like they just kind of fell by the wayside. It's such a cool species. I know. But, you know, <laughs> God forbid they're not white and yellow, so no one gives a shit,
2: you it, it, know. It, now, don't, they get don't get me wrong, I like have
4: some morphs. I yeah. got morphs, but I'm much more, if I had to choose one or the other, I would definitely go wild type. I mean, I like playing with the morphs, keeping them, you know, pure within the species, but, uh, you know, I'm much more of a wild type guy. And, like I said, I mean, how can you not like just a normal Coastal, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, to it's me, like I think they're, game. like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, I mean, everyone has different – you know, some guys are only into the morphs, and that's totally cool too. Yeah. But, yeah, the the, yeah. the of thing was, was a bit of a shame, like how they just kind of – I mean, they're still popular, but they're just not – You know, people just don't seem to be going crazy over them like I feel that they should.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's almost like the same thing that happened with olive pythons. Is people got crazy because they were available, then I think they kind of did a dip and then they came back up once the albino reappeared and they'll eventually dip back down again because people are like, eh, it does this and it does white, whatever. And then only the people who really like the species for what it is will continue to fiddle with them, fuss with them, play around. And then maybe another morph will pop up and some people want to get back into it. But other than that, you know, if you're not into the species, you're probably not going to have a pair. And the same thing yeah. goes with rough, scares. Rough, rough scales. In the next few years, if an albino one pops up, all of a sudden we'll see a reinsurgence of people wanting them. Or if a striped one pops up, whatever the hell. So until then, though, people who really like them will end up having a pair and then that's it. I'll have twenty because I'm obsessed.
4: So, <laughs> well, I think I think the olives and the rough scales kind of go hand in hand. Where, you know, you got to hold one. Yes. You know, like I mean, I've talked to a lot of lot of guys and like have taken olive pythons to the shows and people could kind of care less until they hold one. And I don't know, they just, to me they just kind of commi- like they just have like this like aura about them. Like you know, I'm badass. I'm an olive python. You know, and everyone's just like, wow, these things are freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, who yeah. would have thought a big green snake be so cool, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. I think it's that like if, if, if people get more rough scales in their hands and, and mess with them and stuff, I don't know. I think that might get them hooked, yeah. you know, but yeah, more people got to produce it. Right. So. Yeah.
1: Probably but yeah, I mean, once I, they're in that sweet spot of what, like what 500 bucks, I think that's when people will. I, th- I think that's what people are waiting for. They're like, eh, you know, I kind of want to yeah, get that, yeah. but it's kind of like it's it's not the the top of the list type of deal, and it's like, yeah, it is. you know. Well, it's kind of yeah. I
4: don't from from the way I'm looking at it, and I mean I could be completely wrong with this because I don't know how they sell. I don't really talk to too many guys that that really breed them, but you know it's kind of cool because like the dudes that are breeding them are are holding out on their price. Mm-hmm. Because a, a yeah. lot of those guys invested big money into them in the very beginning. Yeah, you know, so you know, they're they're not willing to take a big hit, which is cool. You know, I mean, it's a rare species. It should the value should be up a little bit, um, and I think uh-huh. people just kind of see that, and you know, it's kind of going hand in hand. I think once something's got to break, you know, either more people need to get a hold of them and start breeding them, or the price needs to maybe come down a little bit, you know. Like I said, you just need to get them out there a lot more, and I think they're really going to take off. You know, you yeah. don't really see that much of one of them. You know, I mean, how many guys are actually yeah. posting pictures of them? Uh, the only the,
2: the only guys that I know of that will be breeding four, yeah. five, maybe. Yeah. yeah, everybody else bought adult pairs from Cam and either can't get them to breed or, uh, or kicking around with a single male or female, and that's pretty much it. And then you have the guys kind of have it nailed down.
4: So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, very Soon. cool species, though. Yeah, definitely. I don't have them yet. I might, I might know Owen to produce some. You so might. Either that might is, or Brian. Yeah.
2: So. Oh, Nick's got <laughs> both, Nick too. has one of my boys. I mean, you know, he's kind of that way. <laughs> so, yeah. <Father> Nick <laughs> no, Martin, I want him Neal. from you, Owen. <laughs> All right, fine. Give me a year. I'll be right there. So
1: <laughs> That's where I want him. I want him from you. <laughs> I want him from the rough scale uh super passionate super uh excited about rough scale
2: uh, uh you know you have snake a problem he would bro. own if he yeah if I had to <laughs> make a choice yeah it, you know you know you have a problem when you have one tattooed on you so you know that's usually
4: how that goes but uh, I can't yeah. bitch, dude I got I got I got a Brisbane coastal head tattooed on me. So really <laughs> yes <So>.
0: awesome <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah
4: you know, I, I figured my tattoo guy wanted to do a realistic tattoo, you know, asked if he do it on me. I'm like, absolutely. Uh, I said, can I pick the snake? He said, yeah. So the hardcore snake nerd in me went, I'm not only going to do a carpet python, but I'm going to do a coastal. And <laughs> on top of that, I'm going to do a locality, locality coast. because I can.
1: <laughs> so I did a <laughs> Brisbane. <laughs> so, they have to be the cool yeah. ones, though. I mean – I, I love my Bruce Baines. I think I can't believe Owen doesn't have them yet. Oh, but I mean, holy shit, they're sweet things. Right, you don't
2: I'll
4: have Bruce
1: a...
2: No, I don't know why no, either. Don't.
1: <laughs>
0: <'Cause> you,
2: <laughs> you really, dude, me I don't even know guys. why I'm
4: talking to you.
0: I, I, just...
4: <laughs> I thought you were a coastal dude. You to... I know. Yeah. There's a lot I Do yeah. you
0: coast
2: coast want me to yeah. hang up on him? I'll hang up on him right yeah, now. For now it's going to be the two
4: Erics one is
2: beat it (laughs) you get that hell out so the guy with no coastals i have no locality (laughs) coastals i don't have any i don't have rockhamptons i don't have any of that stuff i desperately want to get into them though i just can't ever pull the trigger i don't know why so well
4: i can't help you waiting for me to produce them yeah
2: Yeah, there you go yeah i'm waiting for you guys (laughs) well (laughs) i'm telling you right now i'm it's gonna be real easy to get me to buy these things. You just gotta produce them. So yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, that that didn't happen here this year. Uh, yeah. I got I got completely skunked. I don't I don't want to say this like I'm complaining, but the only things that I got quality wise actual locality wise were my Palmerston jungles. Nice. Um and then I did I got another clutch of Nova Guinea's but um the Palmersons was actually like a like I was like a little kid when I saw eggs from them because I don't know, it took me maybe, what, seven years to finally get them to breed? <laughs> so, I was, like, super pumped. I produced the other ones, minus the Brisbane's in the past. It's like, you know, that would have been really cool, too, because mm-hmm. it seems like a lot more people nowadays are looking for the, the locality stuff and and
1: mm-hmm. everything,
4: and, like, I didn't breed my Hamptons for the past two years because, you know, no one seemed to care. They were working on, mor- mm-hmm. you know, morphs and other things, so, you know, I'm not going to pollute the you know, the market with a bunch of shit that people don't want right. at the time. But so then I get, you know, people are like, Hey, can I get some Rocky Amptons? Yeah, sure. I'll pair these things up. These things are rock solid. Didn't give me shit. <laughs> you know, people, can I get some Port Douglas? Oh, wow. Didn't give me shit. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's, that's what you get for. You yeah. Know, trying to help, I guess. But yeah, all like all my freaking like <laughs> locality stuff just didn't, didn't, my, my, my Tully Gorge male hid in the water dish the entire breeding season. Um well the first half and then he cuddled with the girl but he just so didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then my the Palmersons I I was so pissed off with that project that I actually bought my ratio on adult Palmersons is three to one. I was that okay. mad. I'm like, I'm gonna get a fucking male to breed this girl. <laughs> some way or another.
2: <laughs> That's right. you were telling me about this you couldn't get anybody to do anything with her.
4: No. So you know what know what happened? I mm. put the original mail in, the freaking the, the 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 same asshole that I tried three years straight and didn't yeah. didn't want to do anything. I put him back in just cuz I was like, "Ah, what the hell?" And I come in like 3 hours later and they're locked up.
0: And the I'm original like, yeah, mail. I, I just,
4: <laughs> the original mail. Yeah. Uh So it's just, <laughs> Yeah, so and, wow. You know, and you guys need an adult palmerson, let me know. I got a couple <laughs> males of Alonia. But uh <laughs> damn it, I was uh I was hell bent on getting a palmerson clutch. I think those things are really cool.
1: I do like them. Did you get Did you get uh some nice stripes in there or
4: Yeah. Um I actually got a lot of banded ones, which is really cool. Really? Um only hmm. for the fact that they're known for striping. So it's kind of it's right. kind of neat to, to flip, you know switch it up a bit. Um, I got three sets of twins out of the clutch, but uh, yeah, I got I got a pretty good diversity of them, you know, as far as patterns go. Cool. I think there's fifteen of them out there.
2: Really? Somewhere around
4: there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, dude, she's she. What we brought or Nick brought them in in what like oh seven oh eight.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Two thousand
4: seventeen. Uh-huh. I mean,
0: yeah.
4: if her first clutch wasn't decent size, I, you know, I'd have flipped. I mean, a, she was a giant virgin by this time. <laughs> it's like, you know. It's like, my God, man. Come on.
2: Now, like, uh, he brought him in. Now, I, I saw Palmerson's were kind of like a, a big thing when he brought him in. And do you think maybe some of them have even kind of drifted into kind of like the same pitfalls that we have with Coastal's? that people have taken a lot of palmersons and started throwing them into zebra projects.
1: No? I don't think so because they're not that they're not pretty. I mean, well, they're not like what everybody would consider a pretty jungle. I okay. Think
4: yeah. I think they're awesome, but you know, yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Like people think of jungles, they think of the 30 year selectively bred neon yellow and jet black, but a boom, but a bing kind of thing. Yeah. I kind of, I, 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 you know, one of the reasons why I got into carpets is because I like diversity. Mm
0: -hmm. You
4: know, I like all the different, you know, patterns and colors and the different species and stuff. So when I walk in there and I, and I'm looking at like a wall of jungles, if they were all blazing yellow and jet black, to me, that would be boring. Right. I know know that probably sounds ludicrous, but like, I like (laughs) looking like I kind of dig the ugly ones, you know, because they're like, wow, you're, at least you're fucking different looking, you, you know. You're like you're 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 all pretty in God's eyes. No, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of dig them because they, to me, that's they signify like what a wild jungle looks like. You know, like I've never been to Oz, sure. but like if I, you know, that's what I would picture if I was if I stumbled upon one crossing the road. Like that's a Palmerson you know. I don't know. That's, that's kind of like what I dig about them. And you were saying about certain localities falling by the wayside that kind of happened with the Rockhamptons too, because they're a darker locality. They're a Northern locale. So they're not a whole lot different than what a lot of our other coastal us lines are, you know, in a sense, I mean, to me, their, their head structure is a little bit different and they're, I'm still old school. So I love head patterns and they got like the craziest head patterns of, any carpet, I think
1: yeah but um, yeah they do they're badass. yeah
4: they're they're, pre- they're pretty nuts, but uh they're you know, like when they came out, you know shortly after well, a few years after that is you know the Brisbanes came out, and that kind of just like trumped Rockhampton stuff, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing with like Tully Gorge versus Palmerson. Tully Gorge jungles mm-hmm. tend to be a little prettier right out of the gate. So everyone went gravitated like they want them, you know. Right. Palmersons kind of took a back seat, and it kind of sucks because I think both of those projects have a lot of potential. I mean, especially with the Palmersons, you got to think. I mean, look at look at the first zebras that came in; they look like mud. They look like dog shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. they weren't selectively bred. I good. have one. No, it's horrible. Yeah, now look at <laughs> now look at the stuff that these guys are producing. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's called some, like. Selective breeding kind of it seems like it's it's making a comeback, but there for a while, everyone was just so seemed like interested in like instant gratification kind of like they just wanted to produce you know just replicate what they got you know as as opposed to like taking a step back and thinking huh there's you know there's a lot of potential in this project you know palmerson everyone likes striped carpets, mm-hmm. you know you can't get much more striped than the you know Palmerson blood. You know, but they're they're darker and they're you know they're not as bright yellow. Well, work on that. Work right. on selective breeding for that. You know, have you know a long term goal. <laughs> per se, I mean, not you know, know, just not just make four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just like three years. Boom. You know, I want I want instant gratification. Kind of right. like work at it. I don't know. I kind of like doing stuff like that though.
2: The long term projects. I mean, those are the mm-hmm. most fun, in my opinion. You get that. Get that one baby that you've been like, this thing is four breedings in the making of crossing this animal with that animal, with that animal to that animal to finally get it. It's almost like when you finally get that clutch that ha- that actually, those animals that you've been trying to breed for so many years to actually have eggs, it's like finally, it, yes. So that's what you want. I mean, that's what I like mm-hmm. the long-term projects for. Why, so why do you think I even mess around with white lips for the one time that they will actually have babies for me? I can lose my mind. So, you know.
4: Oh, dude, white lips are badass. They're on my list. <laughs> I love
2: them. I'm not going to knock you on them. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're cool <laughs> snakes.
1: So cool. The guy, uh, you know, without he, guys, he like I said, though, without
4: guys keeping, he... what's that?
1: I was going to say, the guy keeps white lips, but he won't keep scrubs anymore. What the heck? Nope. <laughs> no more scrubs. No scrubs. <laughs>
4: I hate to say this, but I'm kind of on Owen's camp again on that one. I, ah. you know, I'm 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 in the same same boat. Um, love the no scrubs. Don't right now. Not for not for me right now. Wouldn't mind getting some Moluccans down the road, but other than that,
2: see everybody likes Malakins. Nobody likes scrubs. So it's just the way it well, goes. See.
1: <laughs> This is the good thing about the about the hobby though. Like you guys will keep the white lips alive, and then we'll keep the scrubs alive. You know. There you go. Perfect. And then you know all it. these things kind of, kind of, kind of stay stay uh, on the up and up. But um, you know, you're talking about locality stuff, and you know this one just boggles my mind that more people don't care about this, or maybe I mean you've bred them multiple times, but the Nova Guineas like. Maybe you can uh, try to hype that project up a bit. Tell us about it. You know uh, what you're doing with it, etc. You know, like even the, I, even the guys that are into IJs, they don't. It just seems like they they don't. I don't know.
4: I know there's a couple guys out in the in the West Coast that um couple, I'm not going to name any names, but it is a little odd that they don't own any any Nova Guineas, But I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pretty hardcore idea guy. But uh, (laughs)
0: I'll
4: I'll hound them, you know, private messaging. But uh, no, Mm -hmm. they're, I think that the problem with the Nova Guineas is, you know, again, not enough people have them to spread the word. I'm horrible at it. I mean, I very rarely post other than a random, really crappy picture every now and then. you know, and even in the beginning, you know, I was, you know, when I got my first clutch, um, I was ecstatic. And I remember, like, no one knew anything about it. It was like, okay, whatever. A little brown carpet python. <laughs> but, um, and it's, a lot of it's my fault, you know, uh, for, for just not, you know, putting them out there as much.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I right. mean, it's, you know, now I got, you know, Lance, Lance has some, you know he's been posting a lot about them, so that's like I said. I think once more people start getting them, uh, they'll really take off. I think they're crazy. I mean, I love them. They're anyone who says that they're they're an IJ is nuts. They're mm-hmm. they're not even close. They don't have the same head structure, no. the same body structure. Nope. They do not throw red babies. Um, you know, I'm. This is my third clutch of them. Um, never got a single red baby out of any of them. Uh, right. The patterns are crazy, you know, like everyone loves Jags, right. But no one likes the, the neuro thing when I'm, I'm one of them, you know, yeah. Nova guineas, They throw the craziest Jag like patterns. I even got some this year that have like, I, I don't really want to coin them this or anything, but like they have a very oscillate pattern to them. Very, very busy, you know, like oscillate patterns up the sides. Um, I hatched out a couple this year that are usually when they come out of the egg, they're kind of like different shades of like chocolate color in a sense, like milk <laughs> chocolate. If that makes sense, any sense? But um, I had like two of them this year that had like a real silvery kind of color to them. Mm-hmm. So um, naturally, they're the ones that are taking forever to shed. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. just like a random fluke thing or not, but uh, you know, I got to see after they they finally decide to shed. But very cool species. Easy to keep. They breed just like the IJs. I keep them up in the top, you know, right beside the IJs. Super easy. Pretty chill, actually. Um, my first clutch was really interesting. I got 12 eggs. They breed really small, too, by the way. Like, these guys, they – guy breed mine in a rack. You okay. don't need – like, they're not a – you don't need a cage for them. Um, right. I got 12 eggs, all 12 hatched, and every single one was female
1: from Damn the it. first. Oh, wow.
4: <laughs> so, well, you know, it, mm-hmm. in, in the beginning, it kind of sounds like a really cool thing. But when it's like the only clutch in the country, and <laughs> they're all grown, yeah. it's better than being all boys. But, you know, people kind of want pairs. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
4: So I was kind of like praying to God that the next year I was kind of male heavy um, so I could – you know, help the people out and get them get them pairs established and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then this year coming up, I've been holding her back. She's been ready to breed now for a while. But I have a, I held one of those females back from the first clutch. And I'm kind of curious to see what the sex ratio is with her. Because, like I said, that I've never, I've never had a clutch that, you know, 12 babies and they were all one sex. You know, that's just kind of crazy is, to me. That is, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean usually you get your ass kicked and you get you know, out of twelve eggs you get you get ten males and two females or something, but yeah you know those to, are but bad to get all females. Yeah, yeah, those are But impossible to get all odds. females is is weird. hmm So I think I'm gonna pair her up this year to see to see what comes out. I'm very curious to see what the sex ratio is. Um, if it's anything. But you know, it's just something to go for. Plus I'll give my, my main girl the year off, so
1: yeah they yeah <clears throat> I only have a pair do you do you like my female has like white scales just randomly throughout do you, do you see anything like that with any of the ones that you've produced
4: uh not babies um my adult female has some like lighter scale scattered out, but nothing nothing dramatic or anything like what you're saying like no. nothing white
1: Hmm. Yeah, this is but, it's weird. It's they're like it's almost like, like pep- you know how like some of the Tigers have that peppering down the back? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jason's yep. line throws that every once in a while. But um, it's kind of like that. Instead of being black, they're white. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm.
4: I thought
1: it was strange. Yeah,
4: send me a pic of that. Has, I'm kind of curious to check that out.
0: I, I probably saw it um, down at
4: the, down at your house, but I totally—I mean, dude, you have a lot of animals, and I can't—I can not keep track of everything.
0: So, <laughs> and then yeah.
4: eight hours after that, it was everything was a blur. Anyhow, so uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'll um, yeah, they're cool though, man. I'm with you. They're, it's like it's like a jag without the neuro. Like my mail is very. Jag looking. I mean, if you didn't know better, I bet you would think it was a jag. And like, I'm I'm sure that some selective breeding could be done with them, but you know, to make them even better than what they are. But I don't know. Uh, again, very cool.
4: I think I think there's a lot of potential with them. Like I said, I mean, yeah. no, no one in the states has started selective breeding for any certain traits, whether it's striping or that weird like
0: Mm-mm.
4: you know busy pattern up the sides. No one's really. They're, they're too new there's not a lot of them out there. So, like I said, I think I, I got three clutches and th- none of them have been huge. Like I said, 12 eggs were the I think was the biggest clutch I got. Uh Nick's got a couple, Lance has a has a clutch now. You know, but there's there's not a ton of them floating around. So, yeah. you know, the selective breeding hasn't even begun with them. You know, I just I think they're really badass, so like I said, I mean when, you're, when it's hatching season and then you walk in and look in your incubator and you see a bunch of little heads poking out and stuff. Like, I like looking at all the different colors in that, too. You know, mm-hmm. so as weird as it sounds, little brown snakes are really cool when you're looking at a bunch of black and gray or black and silver snakes.
0: <laughs>
4: you know, yeah. or red and yeah. cream. Not this. That wasn't anything ill towards you, Owen, but.
2: I know. It's all right. IJs do have that red and
4: kind of cream color.
2: It's all right. Balin breeds my IJs for me. So,
4: you know. Yeah, there you go. So you don't yeah. have to worry about it anymore.
2: <laughs> I don't have to do shit. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> but now I can't get them. Which TV. I
4: saw them. They were they nice. pants were cool.
2: Yeah, but now now they won't eat. So now they're here and pissing they, me off. It's like it's. Yeah. It's a, they know. They know I'm not capable I of I told them.
1: Owen. So you know, they're like you, you're the IJ hater. We're not you're the IJ it.
2: hater. No, we're not going to eat shit. You know that we're going to die and
1: spite you. <laughs> but it's just
2: like when you're feeding the collection, and all the baby coastals and all the baby jungles are eating, and then you get to these two IJs. You're like, and fuck you too So it's you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get there, but they're pissing me off
4: right now. So that's it's kind of funny you said that because out of the clutches this year that I had. When I went down, you know, started feeding, uh, you know the the Azantic IJ clutch pounded food, you know exanthic super nice. clutch pounded food, Van, every Vanda Vettner clutch baby, no, there's only six, but every single one of them ate. Uh, the ivory alcross stuff all eight. I get to me and me and Jason's freaking tiger IJ clutch, which was like eleven, not a yeah. single one. of them little bastard ate. I walked. I'm <laughs> uh, <down> like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like what the hell? Like all these other snakes are doing fantastic, and then it's like this one IJ clutch. I'm like, I'm already pissed off at you to begin with because you're not striped, you know. And now you're gonna refuse food, like, you know. I'm about ready to call jason and be like, dude, you're gonna you're gonna get like eleven freaking tiger IDs in the mail tomorrow.
0: But
2: no, I wouldn't do that to him. Let me know when. Let me know when you threaten that because I'll I'll I'll. Once you're done, I'll do the same thing. I'll just threaten him with the sending two bags. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all these the hell? I just got off the phone with Kohler. He said he's sending his back, too. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, look at
4: that. <laughs> yeah, screw these IJs.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh,
4: I got a lot of them started on live. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, a friend of mine brought me some live crawlers and stuff. Because they were all – they they all started, like, hitting the food. Like, when you when you put the frozen thought in there, they would, they would bite and constrict, but then they just yeah. end up letting go.
2: Yeah, that's exactly the that exact problem I'm having.
4: Yeah, and when you're when you're running down the line of like you know fifty babies at a clip or whatever, you know, you're trying to feed. You don't really have time to sit there and play tug of war with eleven of them. Like you know, you kind of <laughs> want to get get shit fed. And, right. Uh, so I figured, well, you know, we'll see how this goes. The next week, I think I did finally get like two to eat, frozen mm-hmm. thawed, and then like I said, a friend of mine brought me a bunch of live, and that really did the trick. I mean, they all. They all took them, so I think all but one now in the clutch has has eaten.
2: I, I had that. I had the same kind of problem when I hatched a clutch of breadline. None of them ate. Really? The entire clutch didn't want it, and breadline. Yeah, they didn't want the frozen thaw. The second you put a live hopper in there, every single one of them just killed, ate, done. Whole clutch. Like it went from hmm. a non-feeding clutch to everyone is going like gangbusters, and I just had to go get a bunch of hoppers. So like for. Three yeah. weeks in a row, I had to drive someplace to grab a bunch of hoppers and feed them. And after that, they all started taking frozen thaw. But it was that first few feedings alive is what kicked them all off. So,
1: hmm. I've had that yeah. same experience. That's why I just start with live. I'll hoppers. probably
2: go get live for these guys. So just call it.
4: Yeah, I, I, I can't get it in it. my area, though. Yeah. That's my wow. problem is, I mean, unless I want to go spend, you know, there's a pet shop about 40 minutes away from me. Um, no, hopefully no. he still he still breeds them like he still breeds his own rodents and stuff up there. But I mean, at one point he he wanted like a buck fifty for a crawler. I'm like, dude, you're a psycho, you know? But it's retail, wow. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess rodent prices are pretty high, but yeah, I'm like, really, dude. I got I, I need thirty of these things. You, you're gonna ridiculous. do that to me? Yeah. So you know, we we worked out a deal, and uh, I haven't went up there in, in the past few years, but. Previously, like I've had like you know I had random gecko species that I was breeding or whatever. And, you know, I take I take some up and like we do some trades and shit for them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's
4: like, dude, I, I just can't see myself no. spending a buck fifty on a crawler mouse. I'm not doing. It. No,
2: no, that's that's like uh, adult yeah. rep price. Jesus yeah. Christ.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll put them in the freezer before yeah. I spend that kind of money on no, a
0: <laughs>
4: I'd be tempted. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Right. Was. well, do your um, job, eat your food. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, right. Um
4: Adapt or die.
1: What's your uh let's let's uh hit on um anything special you do for breeding? Like what's your pro typical Python breeding for your carpets?
4: <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Um I don't really for for carpets, uh I you know, my shop has a I actually have like a, a furnace out there a house furnace so I can control the night drops, like the ambient night drops and stuff with that. Um, Usually like the first weekend of December, uh, I'll go in and I'll drop all the belly heat. I I usually keep a belly heat around 90
0: to 93.
4: And, you know, starting first weekend in December, I'll, I'll only drop the belly heat down. Like I'll drop it all down to about 85, 86. I don't, I don't kill it anymore. Um, I did that in the very beginning. I had a couple young males get R.I., and without realizing it, then you try to combat stuff, and next thing you know, like, a lot of males have R.I., and then it was like, you know, I had a pair of Rockhamptons. what well, was the Rockhampton male. Um, I had a pair of Jags from, from Paul that were, you know, from the original line and then 50% Rockhampton on top of it. It was that male. Um, I think my, my one Vanda of male. So it was like a lot of, like, key projects that if, if the males died, I was kind of screwed in a sense, right. and that's exactly what happened. They got R.I. Um, like I said, my, the, the vets in my area aren't real big reptile vets. Um, I did the dosages that they told me to do, they, or told me to do, and they, you know, they all ended up dying um I'm thinking you know they got overdosed and that scared me so I don't do that anymore like I said so I, I drop them I drop the belly heat down to about 85 86 and then I just start cooling my air temps down you know from 78 you know I do 2 degrees once a week you know until they bottom out to 70 so I'll go you know 78 down to 76 and 74 72 um and at the same time My my lights are built into a timer into the wall as well so I can control the daylight cycle at the same time I'm controlling my ambient temps. Um, And they're all just right there. I can just walk over to that section of the wall, press a couple buttons, and I'm done. But uh, that's basically all I do for the carpets. Um, I can't speak for brettles because I've only ever bred them one time and I got two eggs. And that was the only year that I actually, like, remembered and, in a sense, like, gave a shit to, like, do what you're supposed to do with them. <laughs> Cooling them down, um, that really yeah. annoying <laughs> thing you got to do, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's never, it's not even so much that, it's like, you know, since they breed later in the year, I'm always like, I, I don't know, I always got a million things going on and I just always forget to pair them back up. I'm right. Like, oh, shit, I was supposed to do that. Yeah, well, not this year, but uh, yeah, so I I got a couple of brettles that I just kind of keep around as pets because they're cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I might try to breed them maybe this year coming up. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's basically all I do for the for the carpets. And then just pair them up, depending on what's going on. I usually start out pretty regimented. I'll do, like, three days on, three days off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if work gets crazy or something, sometimes I spend two weeks in, three days off, <laughs> you know, whatever, whenever I can, you know, whenever I right, read it and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of my pairs are very specific, so, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm just going to like, well, if this, if this pair doesn't breed, I'm just going to randomly throw this animal in just so I can get babies. Like if, if this, like if my pair of Lazics don't breed, then, then they don't breed this year. You know what I mean? I'm not going to substitute it just to produce numbers. So it's not, a, right. it's not a huge deal if I separate them out or not, because my my male I, I'm very male heavy in my collection because of the way my collection is. I ha, I kinda have to be. You know.
0: Right.
4: Not not three to one, like the Palmersons, but you know, at the very least one to <laughs> one, if not like right. you know, two point twos or two point ones and stuff. I like having extra males around. I know a lot of a lot of people frown on that, but I don't know. I've had some you know, if a male doesn't want to breed, you're definitely not gonna get eggs, man.
0: Yeah, so that's
4: right. It <laughs> doesn't take much more to keep an extra male around. I keep them small anyhow, so it's it's not like they're they're breaking the bank or anything.
0: That but. is true.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you keep it simple and uh, just, uh, you know, uh, anything you do special for eggs? Are you uh, maternal incubation? Have you done that, or are you more of a... Uh, making sure that everything's cool in the, uh, in the incubator.
4: Um, I haven't had the guts to do maternal incubation yet. Thank you. Um, Me either. <laughs> I, I, I do want to try it. Uh, again, I, I just got to, you know, I guess switch up some things with, with breeding to, to allow that. I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't really use right. egg, like nest boxes or anything. So, um, I use papers, you know, craft paper as a substrate. So, they pretty much go under the paper and they can lay wherever they want. They're not limited to wherever you put the box or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they can kind of go wherever they want in the, in the cage. Um, I wouldn't mind trying it just to experiment again, something I may, mm-hmm. I may try this year. Um, if, if all the girls go that I may pair up, I might not have a choice, but to try internal incubation. Yeah. Cause I don't know if my incubator will be able to handle the clutches. Um, I'm not saying it to uh-huh. sound weird. I just, you know, that, that might be a, a good thing that it might like force me into trying maternal incubation.
0: <laughs> right. Not, take that,
4: <laughs> take that plunge. But sure. now i always thought about it. Just never, but now as far as incubation, uh, do the no substrate method. Um, I don't know if Nick still does it this way. He told me uh, quite a few years ago about a certain brand Sterilite and, using glasses as a top, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of using the the plastic lid that comes with them. And uh, I still Mm -hmm. do that. I I like that. You know, my incubators, I convert Pepsi coolers and stuff. So I like the glass doors. I like the glass tops. I can, I don't have to open the door to check anything out. You know, I can stand three feet away Mm -hmm. if I wanted to and look in and then I don't, the only time that I really do have to get in there is, I don't put any uh, holes in my egg boxes, so I just slide the glass back and forth. You know, if I see a lot of condensation on the glass, I'll slide it open a little bit more until I don't see any condensation. I just kind of read the eggs. You know, if the eggs look like they need more humidity, I close the the lid. If they need less, I, you know, kind of forces you to keep an eye on things, too. You know, doing that way, at least for me. But no, that's, like I said, nothing really...
1: Glass on top of the uh, on the actual tubs. That's just more for being able to see inside the the tub. Is that the idea? Uh,
4: that's why I like it. Um, yeah. Not okay. sure. Nice. <clears throat> I I don't know. Um, someone told me VPI used to do that back in the day. I I really don't know. Nick's the one that told me about it. But
1: yeah, they do. I.
4: Is that what they do? Yeah.
1: yeah they I, put them in like it, big trash cans and stuff put a big piece of glass over top of it.
4: Jesus. Yeah, it, and you can't use you know in case anyone's listening is going to try this. You can't use plexiglass because it's going to warp like a son of a bitch on you and you're going to have nothing okay. but problems. <laughs> you got to use glass. <laughs> I mean, it's a,
0: Gotcha. Go to Home
4: Depot, you know, measure you your little eight box. Yeah. You know, I I go to Home Depot now. When I first started, I was a total idiot went to a glass place and I'll never do that again. Cost mm-hmm. me a ton of money, but like all the edges are like super nice and rounded. And it's, I used, I, I still have glass out there. that's like, Oh my God, a quarter inch thick or something crazy. So I'm like, gotta have that weight, you know, baby, little baby carpet pythons might lift that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, and anymore, I just run up to home Depot, get the thin stuff. Yeah. Tell them what size I need to cut. And I come home and just hit it with a Dremel with like a little sanding stone on it, just hit the edges so I don't uh, slice myself all the hell in back. And that's it. But yeah, I, I like it a lot better that way. That's cool.
2: I never thought about that. Yeah. I always just pop the lid. So
4: The condensation thing always freaks me out, you yeah. know, on, on top, especially like with, with a, with like a Sterilite lid and stuff, even the translucent ones, you still can't really see in there too well.
2: Yeah, true. And I'm always
4: just paranoid about popping them open and lifting it, and then you know having it rain down on the eggs. Right. So. I can yeah, see I don't, I don't really mess with it too much.
2: So let's uh, why don't we jump into some asses stuff? I know you got waters, max, and olives. Or uh, what do you? You had you had a successful clutch of olives this year, right? No, last year. Last year, okay. So any kind of special approach when it came to the breeding of those guys or was it just chucking them together? Did you have to use <clears throat> another male?
4: I I'm I'm a big fan of using them another male. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of guys don't like doing that and you know, if you if your pair's compatible, then more power to you. Um, okay, you know. I it, it worked for me. Now I didn't I didn't combat my males um, again, just didn't really want to go through all that shit because combating all the pythons isn't like combating carpet pythons. <laughs> um, they don't mess around. No, uh, the first year, what I the first year I got eggs. What I did I had my initial pair, and then later on I bought another male,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and I just kept him smaller. Yes, and you know I, I paired the, the initial pair up let them go for a couple days. They showed zero interest, took out the other little male, which is kind of cruel, but it was kind of funny at the same time. But I put him in with the bigger olives and he literally like freaked the fuck out. Like this freaked Cause he's in there with these big giant, not big giant olives, but way bigger to him. than he was. Yeah. And I mean, and it really worked because he was so scared. He was literally like shitting and pissing everywhere. He, he was trying, he was crawling all over both of them, like frantically trying to yeah. get out of the cage because he was terrified, but he literally just scented the entire cage all within like 45 seconds. And I remember with the door, I had the door down and the, the, my main male kind of woke up and like looked at his head up out of the coils like, what the hell is all this commotion going on? <laughs> and like kind of looked and before he got his bearings, I had pulled that other male out, shut the door. And yeah. then he kind of, like, came to, and I went out about an hour later, and, I mean, he was working the cage, you know, tongue everywhere, going crazy. And then next thing you know, they were locked up. So, I don't know. I'm just, you know, so, trying to tell people to buy multiple mails, but that's what worked for me. I, I know other people that they just bought a pair and threw them together, and it worked. I, I've but had for, zero
2: luck with mine. So, and I have – second i now have the extra male so i'm hopeful for this year so do you even think that the the like could you maybe even get away with pulling the big pair and putting the little one in and just letting him run all around for an hour or two and then putting the pair back together in the cage
4: well yeah that's what i that's what i did the past two years okay um hold on dracula House. sorry trying to get my dog in (laughs) uh what I did, I have, I have another girl now and she's quite a bit bigger than my original girl. Right. So pretty much what I did this year while well, in last, last year, a little bit, put my original male in for, you know, a couple hours, you know, pulled him out, put the second male in, let him go crazy again. Cause he smelled the other male
0: mm-hmm. and the bigger
4: girl pulled him in and then put the other male back in just to kind of, I just kind of did it that way. Okay. And, uh, so that way I don't really have to introduce the males anymore. I just kind of, and then, like I said, last year, since I had a 2.2, I just, you know, whatever the, the pairs that I wanted, Mm. I just switched the males for a couple hours and then switched them back. You know, I didn't put them back in with the females. I wanted them to breed. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I figured that, that my original girl wasn't going to go. Usually she goes like every other year and the big girl, I don't know. I mean, the male was spurring the hell out of her. The thing with olives is you can see any kind of breeding activity on their back. I mean, huh. you can see like the track marks, you can see, yeah. see everything. Uh, he just didn't, I guess he just didn't find the, the, the happy place. You know, he just, he just didn't hit his mark. <laughs>
2: didn't, didn't get it done. So. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, but, you know, hopefully, and that, and that was actually the, the smaller male. Yeah. I mean, since then he's he's gotten bigger. So I I was I put him in with the with the newer girl, and um, you know he he wasn't scared anymore. Like I said, he was he was really trying to breed. So hopefully this year coming up, you know he'll get the job done. Hopefully. So, uh,
2: are you trying fuscus this coming year?
4: Uh, I would if I can find a male. Damn it! You want to have My, the same. Fucking problem! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> my male just passed away. So, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. I mean, did, they were old. I mean, but yeah.
2: How? Like, how have you have you bred them before? Because I have one that is my male is tiny compared to my female, <clears> and I'm on the fence about whether or not I even want to try with such a tiny boy. So I don't know.
4: No, I've I've never gotten fuscus to go, and Really pisses me off. Yeah, um, and this is the pair that basically, like, from what I know, some of the founding stock. Yeah, like, these were Chapman's. I have Chapman's uh, trio, while well, now just two girls. Jeez. But it, you know, yeah. it's 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 the waters that produced Everybody's. most of the guys that have them.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it, and you can trace them back there. So yeah.
4: No, and, I mean it's partially it's my fault because like the first couple years I just didn't really care. Like I was just really digging just having water pythons and right. Like I'd pair them up, but I would just do it like real half-assed.
2: Right. And,
4: uh, started getting serious with it like a year or so ago and, you know, put the bigger water, water dish in there. Cause I heard that that's how he did it mm. and, you know, still nothing. And then, like I said, my male, I don't know how old these animals are. I mean, they're old. I just right. know that, you know, he started, he started losing a little bit of weight. He refused food, you know, and next thing you know, I walk mm. in a couple days later and he's, you know, gone. Damn. So the females are still doing awesome. Yeah. Um, They got perfect weight and everything. I mean, they've been, they've been living large for the past, I don't know, three or four years that I've had them. So <laughs> yeah, not having eggs. Yeah. I, I just yeah. need to find them. I just need to freaking find a male.
2: That, that always, That's another species that just seems to be, it comes in waves you'll see like 20 freaking listings for water pythons and then you won't see them for two years and then you'll see them mm-hmm. all again and then they're gone. So like, and that's the same thing I'm at. If I had found an older boy, I would have been, I'd be right gung-ho with this season. So I don't know.
4: How big is your male now?
2: Uh, he's on like uh retired breeder mice, like XL mice. So was like Brian like,
4: Schaefer ex, expired breeder mice?
2: Uh, yeah, I haven't seen
4: Brian stuff. Like I get small Mike, rat?
2: Like, uh, not not that big. Like yeah, I'd say crawler rat. I think he's taking a few crawlers. So
4: yeah, I'd give him a shot.
2: Uh yeah, my female's a bitch
4: though, so I'm also a little
2: worried about
4: him. <laughs> like she I, has, I was told. I I was told the males go small. I that's mean, that's what I the heard original, too. The original trio, I can tell you, the the male
0: mm.
4: was maybe half the size of the girls, maybe. And I mean, like to the point where if I fed him a medium rat, yeah, it, it was like he would look like he ate a bus. Okay, you know, he wasn't very big around. Uh, the, the girls are, oh my God, I don't know, I I never really measured them, but they're at least six foot. Okay, you know, and I feed them medium rats, and it. You know, doesn't really do like it doesn't like blow them out too crazy or anything. Okay, because my so. girl's
2: on mediums, but that will pretty much blow her out. And she's 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 about like I'd say four four and a half foot, and then the male is the tiny guy. So, and she's the holy terror of water pythons like fly out of the cage at you, jumping, biting, whipping all around. So she's fun. So do you, you, have know,
4: do you have Queensland fuscus or Northern Territory?
2: I think I got. I think I got Queensland. Yeah,
4: or I mean New Guinea. Uh, New, New Guinea. Guinea.
2: I got New Guinea. I'm sorry, New Guinea. Yeah, I got New Guinea. I don't have any Northerns. I've been tempted by them. Um, I, for, I think uh, Eric, you have Northern Territory, right?
1: No, I have Queensland. Queensland. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, my from, Queenslands uh, evolved. Brian.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about yours, but like all the Queensland fuscus I've ever had, were all they're, they're fast. They're they're definitely the fastest python I've ever owned. Yeah, but they're, they're none of them were aggressive. I've never yeah. gotten bit, knock on wood, by a fuscus. But I don't have new oh. guineas either.
2: No, oh, I but have I've numerous
4: heard, times.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: I've heard they're the uh, the real. Uh, I want to get them. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, again, being a collector, I I want all the localities. But right don't have him yet well she's
2: she's the only one she's the only animal that's ever got me in the face and uh so and that's, that's just be, that's just because I'm like i'm gonna move you up here in this rack that's at eye level, and then realized my mistake about a day later later, and I'm like, <laughs> and back down you go, so you know that was that so um <laughs> yeah I had whatever. To with
4: my uh my head is IJ male <laughs> he's a complete he he's just an asshole um yeah. He's not one of you – he'll let you mess with them while you're cleaning, like, from cage to tub. But getting them, like, by the time I get them back to the cage – like, I used to have him at eye level, too. Mm. And I just took way too many, you know, strips sh- to the face. Like, okay, I'm going to move you down <laughs> a couple it. notches. Yeah.
0: I'm
4: going to put something a little more chill up there. I'm doing you a favor because you're an IJ. I was going to put you on the top, but, you know, you're kind of a dick, so – Forget
2: you. You're going down here now. It's
1: like yeah,
4: that's
2: yeah. pretty much how it went. So yeah, my
1: my female's like that. Holy shit! Holy shit!
4: My female was like that until she until she produced actually for me, and I kind of calmed her down oddly enough.
2: Oh god! I um, hope. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go like throwing it around my neck or anything. I'm not that <laughs> I'd do that, anyhow. But uh, she's a lot right. more chill than the male. I'm just going to put it that way. Okay.
1: Right.
4: Okay. Well, who
2: knows? So, <laughs> uh, with your Max, uh, Eric wanted to definitely talk about the Roddy Island and the Max and what you're doing with those.
4: I sent my mail out to uh, Sam. Okay. Uh, he was the only other one that I knew of that had Rhode Islands. Okay, and the last time I had talked to him, I think she she slugged out last year. Uh, um, his girl. Okay. So I I I sent him out to him until I can get my hands on some more. But uh, I'd, I'd like to get some brought in from Europe. There's a couple guys over there that have quite a few different Macklot localities yeah. and I I talked to a friend of mine that's local that he's going to start importing and I put the bug in his ear to try to bring in some Macklot localities as well. That I mean, cool. unfo- unfortunately over there from kind of the vibe I'm getting is like the dudes that collect. I mean, not that they make a lot of money off the animals anyhow, but like they, they still have that mindset like Macklot's cheap ass animal. Like, Mm. don't even want to bother with them. Mm. It's like, no, I mean, they might be, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not going to try to make, you know, they're not going to be $1,000 snakes. I just really dig that species, and I want to collect localities because that's what I'm into. Right. So it'd be kind of cool to get, you know, yeah, the rotis and the samals and stuff like that. But, dude, you know, Indonesia, I mean, there's how many islands over there? Yeah, I mean, look at all the different retics and stuff that they're finding on islands. I mean, there's got to be different Macklot species and stuff too, or localities.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I would
2: agree. And it would be cool to have the locales here and have them separate because, I mean, I think with what I've been seeing recently is that uh, everybody who normally imports for the dealers and stuff like that have kind of figured out that Max might be on the climb. So I've definitely seen a lot more adult. Maclots pythons come in to, with people's mm-hmm. Indonesian orders, so it'd be nice to have the localities to have locality specific ones before everything gets all mixed up together and it just becomes a Maclocks python, and you never even get to know what the hell locality of that thing is. So,
4: yeah, that's what, I try to only talk to like a couple dudes that are going to yeah. like import to kind of keep it low key because I don't want like, not that I don't know if this would happen or not, I, but. You know, you get a lot of other importers, and then now Mm -hmm. everything magically becomes a locality. And you don't really know. You know, before that gets kind of weird, I'd like to, like you said, like to bring in some of the localities and kind of lock them in. And then whatever those guys want to do, they can do. But we'll know what we have. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So then we can just work (laughs) that way.
2: and, And the importers constantly change the localities. I mean,. There used to never be localities of blackface white lips. And now there are like four because we've decided that there need to be four. And I don't know why there are four. No one will explain to me why there are four, but there are four now. And it's...
4: Oh, I didn't know there was four. Oh, my
2: God. It's uh, it's like uh, it started with all of a sudden it was just a blackface white lip. And then they found the Tamikas, which are supposed to be way calmer than normal blackface white lips. And I can't even remember the other ones because I got so frustrated. So it's like everything is now wrong. So it's, it's one of those other things, and they haven't even delved into. Where I think you would find more locality-specific animals is with the gold face, because you have certain animals that have a ton of gold, and you have certain animals that have very little gold, and nobody even kind of triggers, t- tries to figure that out. They're all just gold phase white lips. So I don't know.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's I, like I said, I only knew of the two different localities of the black phase. Um, and one coming, you know, from, from Dan, Yeah, I trust what that guy says. Yeah. You know, he's, he's pretty legit dude. Um, but unfortunately, you know, like I said, now it all, it seems like locality stuff is becoming more and more popular. Yes. So of course, you know, you're going to have some of these guys, it's just like anything else. It's kind of like the whole, like, you know, what, what is my carpet Python? I bought it randomly at a pet shop. You kind of got to do your research and just kind of weed out those dudes,
0: mm-hmm. you
4: know? There was a couple couple of them that I was going to inquire, like think about inquiring of uh, getting some animals and talk to some other guys, and, you know, it seemed like the general thing was, well, that guy kind of switches up localities and shit to whatever kind of appeases the... Whatever market. you're looking for. It's like, well, yeah. then I don't really want to go that route. Mm-mm. You know, I want to do right. the, the kind of, you know, trustworthy, you know. All this stuff is basically based off of word of mouth, you know, and, and, and trusting the person you're buying from. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, what level you want to do that, but.
1: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, I thought maybe we could try to squeeze uh, some Walma Python talk in there. Um, have you you've produced Walmas? This was the first year you produced them?
4: Yes. And I had two I'm officially Whoop. a worm of python breeder. Two,
1: two
4: official. They're both female. But
1: uh, so, yeah. is it the eggs that are tricky, or what's the what's the deal with them? What, what makes them difficult?
4: In, in my very limited experience with this, breeding them is a piece of cake. I mean, Jesus, right. all they did was pair them up. Uh, <laughs> I have a one point two. I have a pair of art. Alva's line. Yeah. Um uh-huh. the female's not quite big enough, but the male is. I mean he was he was smaller, you know, and I got a pretty decent sized female, and I'm like, you know what? Kind of the same ratio I get with carpets and other shit. I'm gonna hmm. throw them together and see what happens. I'll keep right. an eye on a little bit. Right. Don't know what's gonna happen. Um I mean he just went right at it. I must have counted ten copulations and I wasn't even really paying attention. I mean he just bred the living shit out of her. Uh, like an idiot though I, I may have had a better hatch rate if i i she was in a in a part of a rack and I unplugged her heat without realizing it, so she didn't have any like belly heat throughout the breeding, and I don't know if that's a, a big thing or not, but by the time I remembered okay. like i i heard up and got it plugged back in um you know she she went back hugged the heat, she would lay inverted you know the whole nine. Um, I think I started out with, I think she gave me 10 eggs, but two of them were duds. Um, and yeah, by the time it, like a couple of the eggs, a couple guys told me that if you can make it through the first couple of weeks, you're good. Yeah. Well, within those first couple of weeks, I had a couple of eggs die and then, uh, probably 10 days before hatching, I had like all but two just crash on me for some weird reason. Um, it yeah. seemed like every day Jeez. I was going in there, like one egg just looked like complete shit after another. So, yeah, yeah I ended up hatching. I ended up hatching too. Hey. But who's better than at zero? At least I did it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. They're really cool. So, and, and they're huge. You yeah. Know, like they're the easiest things to get eating because they're, they're Womas. So, you, just, <laughs> you could fucking throw a hot dog in there. I think they'd eat it. But, um, you know, I'm feeding them at the same their, size.
1: Uh, same size what's that what would you, what did you say you feed them the same size what
4: oh i was gonna say i i just you know i'm throwing out the same size food for everything and i'm running down right. the line and i feed those guys and i come back to the check a little bit later and i see all these big lumps in the carpet pythons and the womas are just staring at me like really is that all you got <laughs> <They get to laughs> barely even, even lump in them <laughs> yeah i gotta yeah. i gotta like make a mental note to put bigger meals in with them Jeez. But uh, and they're not really crazy like aggressive feeders. At least the two that I have. I mean, they're they're kind of like the olive pythons where you just kind of lay it, lay the food in there, and then they eat it. Like they don't come flying at them like a carpet python and constrict and you know beat the crap out of it. They just kind of come over and eat it. So I don't know. Right. But I'm 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 only speaking on two babies, dude. So I can't huh. don't really take anything what I say to. <laughs> You know, to the bay. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, we am having a very limited more, experience here.
2: More babies, yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
4: So, hopefully uh, this year, I'm going to do a, things right. And, cool. You know.
1: Right. Yeah, they're such an underrated species, in my opinion. You know, everybody's oh, awesome, on dude. the blackheads and love them, but Wilmas are badass, man. They're close names. Oh,
4: absolutely. <clears throat> I kind of like the womas better. I mean, I, I, I want to get blackheads, don't get me wrong, but... Mm. Um, right. I don't know. I just I've always dug wellness. I, I've heard too many horror yeah, stories
2: yeah. about blackheads, about getting babies to feed and all that other fun stuff, and the potential that they'll murder each other. It, it, it just turns me off a of blackhead so much; it's ridiculous. So,
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of up for the challenge, but uh, yeah. first I need to get some. Yeah, know, and then I need to raise yeah. them up. So it's gonna be quite a while before I do. Yeah. I got other. I got other stuff on the on the line like, on, the list. You know, on the list first. Yeah, yeah.
2: So we have uh, these last couple closing questions, and we'll let you get the hell out of here. Um, and they're pretty easy, and also can be a little difficult. So if you could own any species of reptile without any limitations, whether it be law, space, or what you're allowed to have? What would it be, and why?
4: Huh? Oh man, that's that is a tough one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I I mean, Prentis Prenti monitors kind of jump anyone. out at me right now. Yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty badass. Wouldn't mind checking them out. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. The list is too big. I I can't really the single one thing. You know, and oddly enough, it's a, it's a monitor species. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll probably hang up, and there there'll be like ten python species that pop out in my head. And like, oh, but uh, I I've always that? dug those. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. i have
4: always like, dug those.
2: I like pyrenes, and I you know I like playing with the monitors and stuff, especially when they leave and go back to Andrew, and I don't have to deal with them anymore. So you know, like right now, I have. Six niles and three mangrove monitors in my house. So yeah, I'm getting a little tired of the Nile monitors. So anyway, I was gonna say no, I, no.
4: No wonder you don't like monitors.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> one, bit, one bit me through a bag at Hamburg. It was not a good day. But anyway, um,
4: so you look like Santa Claus walking around that show that
2: with the big ass freaking yeah uh, yeah with
4: your big ass black ass,
2: throat like, monitor and the sack. freaking yeah. yeah sack kicking in me in the back. Yeah, it was great so glad I can carry things like that. Anyway, um, uh, if you could go and herp anywhere in the world, where would you be? Where would you go and why? And what would you be hoping to find?
4: Well, wouldn't mind hitting some of them islands down around Timor, you know, yeah. window thing, like the islands that no one's ever really been on. Uh, Australia, obviously. Mm. Um, that's a, That's a given. But probably those in, in Papua New Guinea, um, yeah, because I, I just I just think there's a lot, lot more cooler stuff on that, you know, chunk of land than than we know of. So like uh-huh. I said, I mean, I want my go down trying to find some of these Nova Guineas out in the wild and pinpoint exactly where they're from. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think those three places would would be uh, top of my list.
2: Cool. All right. So, what is your next reptile purchase? What's the animal you're hunting for right now that you want to add to the collection?
4: Uh, well, I just kind of started like two weeks ago. Um, I just started getting into bloods and short tails. Oh no! <laughs> and, oh and yeah. no! I'm not going to breed. And, and, and oddly enough, yeah. the two that I got a pair of Sumatran blacks and I got a matrix. Okay. And no, I'm not going to bring those two together.
1: <laughs> don't bring them together. <laughs>
4: well, I might do it just to piss Eric off. I don't know. Just to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'm just going to give him all the babies. Say, Here.
2: Just drop them off. There you go.
4: But I'm really, I've always wanted them. Um, yeah. Just finally now started getting into them. Uh, but those, probably the white lips. Yeah. Um, unless, you know locality Mac lots mysteriously pop up in the next few months and <laughs> everything's <Yeah>, done <laughs> yeah those uh, those those two are pretty much at the top of the list cool but like I said I, I'm kind of hooked on these like I said these samoans small- and this matrix I mean I, I don't know they're, they're badass looking little sausages you know I kind of <sighs> dig them
2: <laughs> the slug snakes. Matt hates it when yeah. I say that,
0: but,
4: um, but sw- swamp snakes.
2: Yes, the sl- slugs, slugs, all these oh, look at these slug slugs. Snakes. Yeah. So I say that, and Matt usually gets mad and says something about my animals that's way clever, and uh, I go back to my table and be quiet. So yeah, um, that'll be a Finley.
4: <laughs> So Yeah, I, I need to I need to get a hold of him because I need some Borneos in my life. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to be the guy I'm going to go to. So.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got great stuff, and he's got uh, my only blood I, that I I dropped off at his, I abandoned it at his house, so you know it's with him. <laughs> so
0: it's like,
2: and I never want it back. So yeah, um, he's definitely the guy to go to. But
0: yeah, those. That's a good...
4: I'd say I'd say as far as snake species, those are the two. Yeah. That uh you know, that I would jump into and then, you know, I wouldn't mind adding some, maybe a few more blue tongues. Yeah. To the list. Um, I mean, you did, you did and, have baby blue tongues this year, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, got, that's
4: cool. I had a litter of 10, uh, two crashed pretty quick, but the other eight are doing really well. They grew really fast. Pretty neat. Um, I, I just got them cause I needed garbage disposals for baby carpets that didn't eat. and <laughs> um, you know I'm I'm hoarding I'm hoarding the whole litter but No, really
2: you keep them all
4: Well, my adults are red. So okay. they turned really red. Um so I'm going to keep these back to see what they're going to look like. And cool. uh maybe swap, you know, once if I ever learn how to sex them, uh which apparently I'm like really wrong at every single time, but <laughs> I'm going to try to swap some some, you know, bloodlines back and forth with a with a friend of mine. That's
0: cool,
4: right? Cool. Yeah, cool. Like I said, other than that, I'm, you know, I got, I got to control myself. I can't, you know, I'm done going crazy and, you know, doing, you know, I, I jumped into geckos full bore there for a while and was doing a, I don't even know how many different species of gecko and python and it just got to be, and and, and Teresa on top of it and it was just like, well, I got the geckos because I had Aunt Teresa and then, I got like hooked on all these different geckos and then I just freaking like lost my mind <laughs> and it just like, it's not bad when it's not Python hatchling season, but like when you're pulling Python clutches and you're still pulling gecko clutches and stuff, it's just, it's just got to be too much. And I was like, yeah. done. <laughs> Continu- yeah. No, <laughs> no, I was going to crash. That's enough. <laughs> they, so they, the geckos so that's went. Because they don't stop. Oh, no, they don't. They're, they're like the most prolific little bastards on the planet. Well, some <laughs> of them. I mean, Pictus are what bur- really burnt me out, Was the, the breeding of Pictus. I mean, those things are nuts. Jesus. Yeah, it's the collector in you. you know what I mean? It's, it's easy to get carried away. Yeah. Especially when you have a shop but we know the house, so the wife doesn't know what you have. So it's like, you
0: know, like
4: the once a month she would walk in and tell me dinner was ready. She's like, "Oh, where'd this rack of shit come from?" And I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about that. That's, there's nothing in there. <laughs>
2: don't look over there. It's fine." Yeah. So
1: that's just quarantine stuff. Yeah. Don't worry about that. What rack? Yeah. Uh, just
4: <laughs> she, she she's so used to the shit now. she uh she had a job where she worked from home. Mm. And I would just call her up, like, randomly throughout the day. I'm like, hey, you going to be home around 1030? She's like, yeah. Why, you got a package coming? I'm like, yeah, put it, in the, put it in the dining room. Just leave it there until I get home. She's like, all right. She wouldn't even ask what the hell it was.
0: She's like, yeah, whatever.
4: I'm like, text text me when it's there. She, she would.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. So... Yeah,
4: I think she she realized it was a lost cause. So. She,
2: she's picking her Red battles. She's not fighting with them anymore. Yeah,
4: it's good. It's fine, it's all good, <laughs> yeah. And if awesome. she did inquire, yeah, I'd just play find- my kids and say, Well, the girls really wanted them, and then <laughs> <you
0: know. laughs> oh, yeah, Not the above. girls
4: really wanted African big headed geckos, huh?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, dude,
4: the girls really <laughs> dug them, <laughs> they're like the meanest little bastards <laughs> on the planet, but yeah, the girls really wanted to engulf here.
2: <laughs> I can't but. say no
4: to them, <laughs>
2: <It's> like, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> I don't have to remember all this stuff But anyway
0: uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, Thanks, that thanks for coming on Eric It was uh, awesome Throw out your website How do people get in touch with you If they want to inquire about some babies uh, show you're coming up to do Anything like that
4: Well I don't have a website yet Either um, one I'm, I'm lazy and I just <laughs> never did it uh, If you want to get a hold of me my phone number is eight one four nine three four seven six zero nine. Feel free to give me a call, old school. Um, at the very least, shoot me a text. Um, you can you can find me on Facebook, you know, Midgar Serpents or under Eric Kohler. Either way, uh, message me through there. Um, yeah, I, I plan on getting the website up within the next year or so. I just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, but mm-hmm. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, as far as shows. I do a Cheswick PA show, which is pretty much the Pittsburgh show. Hamburg, which I missed you at the last one there, Owen. I did see it briefly. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to touch on that. But anyhow, (laughs) I do Hamburg and Tinley.
2: Cool. So we'll see you in October, Tinley. You're going to be set up with us on Carpet Row. And then uh, uh, I'll see you back at Hamburg for – the mini carpet road that happens there so yeah
4: on the 21st yeah
2: yeah it's like <clears throat> back-to-back crap so yeah so we'll do that um well yeah dude thanks for coming on man it's been awesome and we finally got to chat up about some of the crazy shit that we got going on so it was cool
4: yeah thanks thanks for having me and sorry yeah. about that uh like i said we we didn't really touch on all the stuff you wanted to talk about i kind of ramble so. Sorry,
2: we'll drag you back yeah. on for no, no another worries. episode. No, we, dude, we. <laughs> after five years of doing this, we don't try to stop you. We just think, okay, cool. Now we can get two episodes out of this guy. So yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally fine.
0: <laughs> that's
2: the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's the plan. Now you, now you're screwed because you got to come back. So you know. Oh, that's yeah. cool, dude. There you go. <laughs> cool All
4: right, deal. guys. Well, yeah. yeah. like I said i if- right, man. You need anything, you know how to get a hold of me, so cool. All right. Have a good All right, one. See man. You at Thanks, have a All good right. one. Yep. Later.
1: There, man, lots of stuff. Um,
4: yeah.
2: We'll have seems to like have you
1: and him have uh similar taste except we for do. your
2: coastal. We well we do <laughs> shut up. Alright, I'll get there.
1: Alright, I know. Trust
2: me, it burns a hole in my like heart every day, okay? I know. I need to get the locality coastal. <laughs> Trust me, I know. So
1: we'll get there. But um, I'm just reminding you. That's I know. I mean, Thank I'm you. Here to, I'm here to help you, man. I'm here to help you.
2: Aren't you missing a scrub <laughs> locality you go have to buy or something like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Um
1: yep. Speaking of speaking of scrubs, um, next, next week, week. we're going to be talking. <laughs> we're going to be talking with Lawrence. Oh, man, I hope I don't butcher his name. Do it. Do it. Uh, Kenchington from okay, Mark Pythons. Yeah. Um, we're going to be coming at you at a special 6 p.m. Special Eastern I Standard am. Time.
4: <laughs> only
1: because, you know, we were talking back and forth. So, uh, you know, scrub python people are notoriously difficult to get on the show because... I don't know if they're, like, introverted people that don't like to talk or what. I don't know, but it just seems like Stop. there's you're, a few of them you're, that, that You're will, digging that, a very big hole. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, what I'm saying is, is that, so, like, when you see somebody that, uh, you know, seems to be wanting to promote the species and what they do and whatnot, um, I, I jump did. on that. So,
2: didn't we? Didn't we ask? There was some guy who produced
1: Scrubs last year
2: and posted up everywhere that he produced the Scrubs, and we're like, "Hey, come on, tell us how you did it, and promote your Scrubs, and promote your thing." And he's like, "No." And we're like, "Really?"
1: <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, so be it." Yeah, it's just, yeah whatever. It's a weird thing, but <clears throat> um, there's not a lot of people that, for one. Th- 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 you know, I think what happens is a lot of people they don't really know what they're they're doing yet to where they feel comfortable necessarily going on a podcast I have, and talking. About, I have
2: no I have no idea what I have no idea what I'm doing, and I'm on it constantly. Yeah. So yeah. You <laughs> yeah. So you,
1: you just got to convince them to do that. Anyway, uh, Lawrence um, he produced uh, a, a clutch of highlands, and I guess they should be hatching any day now, but. Um, so
0: he lives over
1: in England, maybe, or maybe he lives—he live somewhere over in Europe. And basically at 9 p.m. here, it's 2 a.m. there, you know, kind right. of like what so, we did with Casper. And yeah. uh, he was willing to do that, but, you know, history says, uh, has, has showed us that you're usually not at your optimal, uh, you know.
2: Wasn't wasn't Casper like falling and... asleep during the last time yes. we talked to Casper? <laughs> yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Yes.
2: Casper's ruined the late night talk show for us. Good job. So.
1: So. So we're going to do it at six, um, only because I think it's I think it's important to get um, any kind of scrub people that have had success with breeding them uh, on the show to talk about what they did. So, we're going to be talking about, you know, his collection, how he keeps them, acclimating, uh, you know, wild-cooked stuff and, you know, what he did to breed them and what's the future of his projects, et cetera. So, it should be a cool show. Awesome. Um, I want to make sure we throw out the the Northwest Carpet Fest uh, is uh, around the corner as well, Saturday, September 16th. And uh, it's at Doug Taylor's house, so you can get in touch with Doug or Amy, uh, one of them, and they'll be able to, uh, to hook you up with uh, some details. I know they have their own uh, Facebook page. It's uh, NWCF, and it's, uh, I think it says new one in parentheses, but um, that's Northwest uh, Carpet Fest page. So if you're in that area, uh, I think it's uh, definitely worth taking the trip. Hang out with some of those uh, pretty cool guys up there. Uh, and yeah. Some pretty cool girls as well. So uh, you should definitely uh, make the uh, make the trek if you can. Um. Oh, and I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, and then yeah. totally slipped my mind. So, I, so I'm driving through upstate New York, right? Yeah. And I'm driving through this this patch. And we stopped to get gas, and it's like, I mean, there. This has got to be like some of the most desolate mountain country that I've ever seen. Anyway.
2: Yeah, New York's weird, like trees. That. Or.
1: Yeah it, was, yeah, it was. Really strange. So there's these trees over in like this. Um, I guess like uh, I don't know, big open ground, but the trees on like the edge edge of the of the of the field. Um, right were kind of like snapped and broken down. So yeah. I took a picture of it, but I forgot to send it to you. I'm like, oh, my stop God. Stop it. i got to send stop this to it. Owen. Stop Sasquatch it. Sasquatch was here. <laughs>
2: Knock it off because, you know what? There's some idiot that actually it believes breaks. that.
1: It's <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, a car man. didn't just plow into it. Clearly a Sasquatch.
2: <laughs> no, no, clearly
1: these were broken up farther up. No, and stop, they were like, it, oh, no. stop it. Stop
2: <laughs> it. Stop it.
1: Yeah. She's like, what? What? Owen doesn't like Bigfoot? I said, no. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Don't ever bring Bigfoot up.
2: Don't you you ever do do
1: that? He will will might punch you. (laughs) She's like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, but your wife Um, knows that you do things just to watch me squirm and get pissed off. So, you know. (laughs) Was over I last, know was over so here. Right before, right before Texas You were having me watch a bunch of YouTube stuff And I'm like screaming at the TV She's like you're getting real mad I'm like he does this on purpose So yeah <laughs> all pissed yeah. off for no reason Yeah
1: so. uh, But that, that was my Bigfoot story um, No <laughs> There you go So uh, next week we got uh, Lawrence And we're talking um, scrub pythons And hey Eric will like this one uh the following week we got uh Nick Botini coming back. Um and we're going to be talking about short tails, and Nick recently uh quit his day job and is doing snakes full time. Um uh, so I thought it would be interesting to talk to somebody that uh that, hey. that did that and more power what it takes to you. To do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Jesus.
1: It's a gutsy move, man. That's a gutsy hey. move.
2: Like All I right. said, more power to if you can figure it out and do what you love. You're 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 18 steps ahead of me because I could never do it. I don't believe so. Uh, So,
1: do you want to tell people real quick before we jump off what? uh, Oh
2: yeah. Um,
1: I know the diehards are going to be like you didn't talk about it. So
2: right. Yeah. So uh, and I blame you for this entirely. Um,
1: Okay.
0: Fair enough.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You got you got me on this healthy living, dieting, and cooking stuff. Uh, I realized very quickly that I didn't have food prepped for what would have been Sunday. So Saturday night, I decided I'm just going to quick bust out some foods, which I did. I had all my protein set up, had them all weighed out, and I said I'm going to quick cut a bell pepper and get everything going with that. So I got this new thing called the mandolin, which for those of you who never used it, it is pretty much a board with a very sharp razor blade and a gap. And what you do is it helps slice things like, you know, peppers, some of that, thin little slices. And it comes with finger guards. Well, my dumbass didn't use the finger guard. So uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to figure out exactly what happened. But I'm just going to tell you, I'm missing the tip of my finger. It's gone. <laughs> Cut it clean off. It's wow. no more. <laughs> so uh, it's I stopped right. Pretty much from the tip to right where my fingernail starts on my right index finger. That's all gone. So, uh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, that was
1: not a long day to spend
2: Saturday. Yeah.
1: That's the same thing, uh, same finger I did. I got caught in the really? slipper. Uh, oh,
2: well, there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm finding out I, that my
2: my right hand is where everything gets mangled because that's where the Kwadi Monday ripped my ring finger nearly down to the bone, and the alligator got a hold of that <laughs> hand too. So a lot of shit. To, like my right hand is all scarred and malformed. My left hand is like what it should be. So it's like, looking at the uh, two of them, I'm like, oh, oh shit! Yeah,
1: so I've done a lot. So. Yep. Yeah, when I started when I started in the supermarket business, they didn't have like safety features on uh, slicing equipment and stuff. <laughs>
2: It was just a chainsaw that you were kind of going to meet with, yeah. So, <laughs> uh huh.
1: Yeah, I, I was talking to some girl and got me distracted, <laughs> and I didn't real, I didn't realize that this slicer was still on because they, nowadays they have it where it automatically turns off. No. Nah, yeah. nah. I was cleaning it and I left it. I left the blade open, and running. Mm. And I turned around and I had a rag in my hand and I just stuck my hand right on it and shoot! Uh, I didn't even know I got cut. You couldn't even feel. Yeah. It. Let me I ask didn't... you something. Afterwards, when you went in to get it looked at, yeah. Did they like? Did they pour shit on it and poke yeah, at? Yeah, they
2: and... Well, let me uh, like here's the thing: is I absolutely just like I, I'm 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 the biggest I don't want to go to the doctor person you'll ever meet. Like I, okay. I Have to be dying. I have to be close to death before I'll be like all right maybe it's time to go to the hospital so you know so a lot of times I will avoid this so I first thought I couldn't get the bleeding to stop so I have that quick clot powder from like shaving kits and crap like that I use that which um that hurt (laughs) oh man that hurt a that hurt a lot (laughs) so that was that was fun and uh then kind of like the next because, like, around Sunday, I went through the hole, I went to Walgreens and bought a bunch of stuff to clean it and patch it up. So, Sunday and Monday, I'm kind of like, everything's fine. Today, I woke up, and it was, you know, swollen. It was hot. Then I'm like, yeah. All right. So, I went to urgent care today, and that's when they scrubbed it up. They gave me antibiotics, and they told me to not go anywhere near blades anymore. So, and so, – which
1: I, let me – Oh, go
2: ahead. Yeah, well, then you know, I I got it. They okay. cleaned it up, and then the problem is is that I had to clean snakes and stuff. So I have my cousin coming over because you know you don't realize it, but you use your hands a lot when you're cleaning snakes, and you hit things and it hurts like <laughs> shit. All these babies are biting like the index finger. I'm like, how do you know that no.
1: that's where? Like you bastards.
2: So yeah, uh, yeah. what a. So he's gonna come over and do all that for me. So.
1: That was the worst pain that I've ever no. had in my entire life was when yeah. they they didn't even give me a warning or anything. They said, <laughs> okay, well, we can't stitch it because there's nothing to stitch. There's
2: nothing left. And I was yeah. like,
1: okay. So they're yeah. just like, um, okay, well, here we go. We're just going to clean it out and bandage it up. So they poured whatever they poured in. Oh my God! I thought I was gonna yep. rip the sink out of the wall because yep. it hurt so bad. Oh my God! It was the worst. Because, I guess because it's all your nerves and stuff are in the tip it was of your, your the finger, finger and all yeah. oh, yeah. oh. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. And it was. It was it was not enjoyable and I have to type now I'm sitting at my desk and that's really annoying too. So
1: it's, so now you're doing it like without left-handed finger. My
2: my one finger's raised up. Yeah. And I'm just, Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, oh,
1: um, that's fun. That's fun. not. So, uh, yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. I think it was a week and a half ago. I was cutting, same thing, cutting healthy food. I was cutting up fruit. And uh, I did it to my left finger, though, but I was cutting it, and yeah. I knew that it was not the right thing to do. I think I even told this story, but I knew it was not the right thing to do, and I opened up this bag of lettuce with this knife. With the knife, right.
2: And it's funny because I told this to you and Matt, and Matt's like, you know, I just had a Twinkie, and I'm fine. i like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> like I just had a tasty cake and I didn't have to do shit and all my fingers are dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. You
2: know. Yeah. Thanks. But we'll look good for Tinley,
1: I guess. You know. <laughs> I, I I
2: hope so. I mean, dude, it is. Yeah. It's flat. <laughs> it's like you know where it used to be <laughs> round is now a plateau. So it's like that's. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> so hopefully I'll heal up by Tinley. Um, if not I'll just have a, you know a really cool scab. But yeah, either way. Yeah. Cool
1: deal. That was right. this weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fun. Uh, mm. Check out uh, us, Murray Python Radio, our website, Um And uh, you can stay up to date with us on our Facebook page. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Murray Python. You can listen on uh, the show on demand whenever you want itunes blog talk stitcher whatever podcast app you got uh just type in morelli pythons radio and you should be good to go if you have any questions comments suggestions you think we're idiots whatever email oh well, yeah we did morelli, Python, radio. <laughs> um, i'll tell you that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah i want to throw uh throw something out for ian uh ian bicell um if you're going down to the Do- Dotana. Dotana. Oh do-tana. Who's down there <laughs> doing Dotana?
2: Yeah, it's enough. You need to sit down.
1: Daytona. You know, you had
2: one you had one freaking day off and so, say, you know, and now you can't talk. I
1: know. So. Now I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Uh the Daytona uh Reptile Expo. Um they're doing a get together for um the Southeast Carpet Fest that they're trying to put together. Um so uh if you're interested in helping, participating, whatever, uh hit Ian up and uh maybe you can be involved in the planning of it. But uh looks like it's gonna be a pretty cool event. Hopefully they get off the ground. So Ian Bissell hit him up and uh um hopefully they can get that uh get that going. Um yeah. uh, talked about uh Carpet Fest, uh have to throw rep the links out, gotta give a shout out to Nick. I got in the mail the other day when I came back uh lizard scent, gecko scent, fish scent, and frog scent. Um, all new products that Reptilinks offers. Um, so feeding will never be a trouble again. Uh, <laughs> pretty much got the uh, gauntlet covered. Um Uh, So big shout-out to them, reptilinks.com. If you don't know what reptilinks is, I would recommend going back and listen to uh, the episode with Nick. Uh, And uh, he goes into depth about the product and and the results and what he's seen by using it. Uh, I've had really good results using it. Um, And uh, I have a couple, couple iffy feeders, some of the Poison Ivy babies. I'm actually going to try some of those scents and stuff get them going, but uh, definitely worth checking out. Reptilinks.com um, for all your prey needs for your reptiles. Uh, as far Good as night. myself, EB Morelia, you can follow uh, what I'm doing on my Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, uh, my website, always to keep in touch with what I got going on. EB Morelia.com uh, is the website, and if you have any questions, send it to eric at ebmorelia.com. Uh, and i uh, be happy to get back
2: with you. My next show that I will be doing will be Tinley Park uh, in October. So that's all I got. Cool. Uh, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. Check out all the stuff we got going on there. I will be taking pictures of the new babies. Uh, I'm waiting for a few guys to shed, and then we'll kind of bust those out. So keep an eye for that. The next show that I have coming up will be October Tinley Park. And I'll be right next to Eric on Carpet Row. And then after that, on the 21st of October, I have the Hamburg Reptile Show right there. So that's all we got. And that's all we have for you guys tonight. So we will say thank you for listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.